Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woohoo! We're preaching fun. Uh, Showmageddon continues. Showmageddon. Show more closings. Oh, uh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Pup uh, it up. Pup it up close. Broke my heart. Six weeks. Six yep. weeks. We just had him on here. We thought the Hay Scoops bounce would take it to eternity. Apparently no not. Dice. Well, you know, I guess they're keeping their sets and everything in stock for a little while. So maybe there's a possibility for another. You try. mean there are two benches? They're, I mean, it's not a whole ton of where stuff. Where do you put here. those? Where do you put benches in a casino? I don't yeah. know, but but you know what I mean. Like uh, the stuff is there. There's there's some elements of the show they're not that throwing are going shit to, away. Right. So it's not. Nor be, should they. No. I mean, that's the kind of show that they should put. A little elbow grease into yep, and try it again because the, there's no way that that show's bottom line is so expensive. No, that no. you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. it's like there's. It just seems like if someone if someone at the casino were in charge of, mm-hmm. hey, this is our bottom line to break even. How many puppeteers do they have going in that show? Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They rotate it. Right. Yeah. Six, six at a time. Yeah. Paul, how many people do we have in our show? Nine. No, in our show, you and me. Two. <laughs> so, Venetian, if you're listening, just so you know, <laughs> we are we are cheaper. We're local hires. Just so, just so, so you know, we are cheaper. Um, how much to rent? How much to rent Henson's puppets? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no. Not up, not as cheap. Going away. Uh, last night is announced a million dollar quartet. MDQ. Unbelievable. Million dollar quartet closing. How many? How long did that go? Uh, that's been running for. Uh, I want to say because that my job was to do publicity. The job I had heading into uh, Fifty Shades, Ke- no Keeler's oh. birth. Oh wow! I, I need. I basically did. I I couldn't travel. Yeah, because my kid might get born. Right. So I took a flyering job. Oh yes. Uh, for for that. So that's at least it's been running for three or four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a proper run for. It's just the timing. It's, it's, it's I was a, sad it's that, a that one run. It's just weird that everything's closing at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good show. It is an exceptional show. And uh, yeah, I was I was sad and a little surprised that closed actually. Uh, me too. Only because it was just a, it was such a perfect fit for the casino. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Just seemed to be. Uh, and it also is not a not a very expensive show to run. No. 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 It's a three three piece band, five cast members, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Shitzkull the 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 saddest, the saddest one, the Spritzkull. Shitzkull the Spritzkull, whatever the thing Saks was running is closing. Are you? Of course, I don't think... look, Paul, because it didn't open. Is that where you give me that confused Shitsicle look? Shitzkull the Spritzkull, Spoofical the musical, Spoofical the musical. Okay. Are you giving me a confused look? Because it never officially opened, Paul. It never officially opened, right? Yeah, that's a weird one to close, right? If you never open it, tough, tough to close one that never opened. They workshop, workshop, workshop. Nah. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, he likes to experiment. Mm-hmm. Sax. He paid better than us, but uh, there you go. I'll give him. That's where the credit ends for old David Sax. Yep. <laughs> uh, but man, am I glad I avoided that tire fire of a show. Yeah. I really tried hard to get it. And uh, well, Tony Tina's closed. Yeah. 
Oh, Tony Tina's closed? I didn't yeah, know that. they're yeah. closing in a, a week. A week. Oh, no. A week. Mm-hmm. Man. So, so, a lot of actors around town. Yeah. whole lot of people are going to be at some auditions. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Oh, now yeah. is a really good time to hold an audition in Vegas. It it's really true. is. It is, but I don't it know is. if anybody's opening anything. Not. I mean, this is a weird time, too, just year-wise. Nothing's going to start up again until January, February. Right, yeah, yeah. The, the time to start previewing a show, if you're going to open one, is January. Nobody's opening anything in, in December. No. No. So there's no way there's like there's gonna be some downtime. If there is like whoever whoever's job it is to do like holiday programming is mm-hmm. about to have the best fucking year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yep. Oh, I need three people to sing songs. The uh, Venetian holiday yeah. extravaganza mm-hmm. is yeah, like gonna be great. Four this days year. a week, I need you guys to hang out here at the the You're fashion show mall and sing, or walk some, around as an elf or Santa some Claus. Great extras doing. This is the best year. This year. Yeah. Now, do the, you want me to sing this in really work. high falsetto like Frankie Valley? Because uh, I happen to have that skill. Yeah. Jingle well, I mean, I wonder how many of these people are going to be staying in town. I hope several. Well, it's it's really. And I know with Jersey Boys, it's pretty much just come down the line of uh, if you're married and possibly thinking about children, you're staying. Right. Right. And even I was talking about this was uh, there's a big uh, there's a big pool party yesterday over at the uh, Red Rock with some. Oh, take that, Mike. Dan. Boom. Fucking wow. try to just try to mug me. And I just <laughs> smacked it. Gave it. You caught it in time. <laughs> Matt, are you OK? I just gave it the people's elbow. The old Mike. <laughs> Fuck that mic stand up. It, it was a vicious hit by me. It's it good to know. If anyone, if you're gonna try to bug me, guys, don't go for my neck because that's what happened. Brock I had an itch on my there. neck and I just fucking straight up people's elbowed my mic stand. <laughs> Jersey Boys obviously is crazy. It's been open for eight years. Is why I moved here. Yeah, living in Vegas outside of Jersey Boys is crazy. And just being around it. And uh, but it was neat talking to other people who feel the same way. I, that that cast just attracted amazing people. Yes. Oh yeah, just so many good people did that show. And some people are going to stay in town, mm-hmm. and some people are not. And I, and I was thinking, because it really is, it's, it's very talented, it's basically really talented Broadway caliber people in New York and uh, LA who saw a quality of living aspect and took, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what a lot of the people I was talking to, they were like, we've earned this little break from the hustle. Yeah. Like, it's still going to be work, but it's not, but... Vegas gives you a certain cushion yeah. as far as expensive living and ease of mobility. You can maybe get a car. Right. That's the thing. Just different living than, than Vegas or, or than New York or LA for a little bit. And I was, you know, pontificating with my wife thinking that maybe that's part of it. And that like the people who came out here and decided to commit to a year or more aren't writing their biography in their head of how they got rich and famous or how many Broadway shows they've done. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're basically just, they're people who've done a lot of companies and they were saying like, no, my favorite company, favorite place, anytime Vegas called, we couldn't wait to come back. Or I always like, this is my favorite company by far, you know, and maybe they're just lying. Cause you know, I'm holding my kid and they want to make him cry. But, um, <laughs> it was like, Oh, like um, maybe it's just like that. The people who would see the quality of life element that takes a certain kind of person. And maybe that's why it went so well. Out I I think there's something to that. That's yeah. that's been the deal I've made out here. Yeah, it's just I don't I tried L.A. Yeah, you know maybe I didn't give it its full fair shake, but man, Vegas just so much better. Yeah, and just for living. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it is uh, the idea that I'm that we're trying to be podcasters mm-hmm. kind of is the main plan at this point for me mm-hmm. uh, as we work on our show. Yes. Uh, 
is oddly comforting and not discomforting. Right. I think it would have been discomforting uh, five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, but that the biography thing, you know, my friends have made this and blah, 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 and I was just as good as them and this thing and that and all the bitter, terrible, shitty no, things you tell that, you, all the gremlins in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's faded a lot. That's faded a lot. Big time. Well, thankfully, I've had... It was, you know, my Mine's, wife was just being really sweet to me the other day. and was just like, you've, you've me too. had a lot of success. You look here, Jacob. He's like, you've had a lot of success. And he was telling Jacob all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, just really being nice to Jacob. And uh, and it's true. I've been very fortunate out here. I've had, you know, yeah. two two runs now on the strip with shows plus Trek and, you know, all kind of the little Wait, you went gigs. somewhere? Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I went somewhere. I'm laughing because I know that Paul purposefully, he was saying something sincere, so he tabled saying Uh the experience. I watched him Mm -hmm. way, and he passed (laughs) an experience that could say something sincere, and you still found a way to bust his balls. (laughs) Hey, I'm not going to, I'm never going to, experience was huge. Yeah. It was a huge part of the whole thing. Star Trek experience? Huge thing, yes. (laughs) But uh, Physically. But I guess. It took up a uh, lot of real estate. It had more square foot than any other show on the strip. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she's. Big on the old um, Ancestry.com stuff yeah. and all that thing. So she's always online looking up her relatives and all this kind of stuff. So I guess she Googled me the other day. And the first page is all me. Like, there's other Paul Mattingly's. Oh, oh. But the first page is images of me, images of Bucket Show, and images of my toy room. Oh, interesting. So people are searching for my toy room as well. That is, is cool. uh, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> the, you know, uh, 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 vision board, vision mm-hmm. board talk is that we have a, a churn eventually here in Las Vegas. Yes. And because Las Vegas, we should do what Rick Dale does, which is turn the churn into a something destination. That's visi- yeah, that's visitable. Yes. Uh, uh, and people can sit in an audience and watch us record. And yeah, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Right, right. Mm, so uh, and when we're not there, shirts. yeah. When you're not there, we should definitely <laughs> we should we should have your toyatorium. Uh, well, <laughs> I could see us putting together a small toy store. Yeah, where we could sell really cool toys. If if uh, Kevin Smith did that, yeah. You know, Oh, someone brought that up. There, I brought up. I referenced the Kevin Smith days, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "I never knew that or whatever." And I, I think I did get into it in an early episode, didn't I? Very early on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But, but briefly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a weird thing because oh, I, that's what it was. I referenced being on the set of Chasing Amy, mm-hmm. which I was. Uh, they were shooting all around uh, my town yeah. there, and uh, uh, and I knew people who were working on the the movie because uh, Brian Lynch who now has written a thousand movies, mm. all of the uh, Minion movies and uh, every every cartoon movie that comes out that's not Pixar is written by Brian Lynch. Um, <laughs> and his wife's a very successful writer as well, but he was, a, he was, he was trying to, he was, he was in, he was a local, local Jersey boy. Yeah. And uh, got in with Kevin Smith and was trying to get his first film, Big Helium Dog, made by Kevin. And so he was, he was working with Kevin a lot. And then uh, Brian Lynch, that movie, which no one's it's it, this, the the story is interesting if this movie becomes successful it does not so it's a bore it's a boring story <laughs> but he um he saw me do improv he'd only written 20 pages of the script and he saw me do improv then he wrote the whole thing oh nice in like a weekend oh and then was shopping at kevin smith and then uh we used to go to the food court at the mammoth mall and just reread the script and he would rewrite it all the time brian's a machine he's a he, he he discouraged me from being a movie writer because I thought everyone who wanted to write movies is like him. Yeah, it turns out 
that's not true. He's just a machine. Yeah. Like he, he literally can just decide he's going to write a script in a weekend and do it. Do it. And he did that. Like he had like six scripts written. Wow. And we read all kinds of stuff. Uh, he would just all of a sudden get obsessed and write a, a script in a weekend. That's awesome. And then he'd do rewrites on all of them. Just whatever mm -hmm. he watched something and be inspired, and he'd just go ahead and plug new scenes and take old scenes out. And uh, we used to go to the Mammoth Mall and read it all the time. And then what happens after Brian worked on enough Kevin Smith films? Kevin uh, said, "Let's let's 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 uh, let's see what you got." You know, Kevin ended up producing four films. This was one of them. But the big thing was that he brought me to his office, and uh, I was. 16 or 17 yeah and so i'm reading brian's script that, that we've gone over for years in the in, in the in the in the food in the court mall. Of, the, of the mall uh for kevin smith and his fancy new office above his comic book shop oh that's great in red bank and i blew it oh i was terrible oh and uh i just wasn't i i was uh the the word the mistake that was was i was a kid the mistake was casual I was used uh -huh. to reading the script in the Mammoth Mall with Brian and just kind of like shooting the breeze. I didn't realize it was like a staged reading. You had to really put it on. Yeah. And so uh, Kevin says, the script's very funny. I don't know what the fuck you think that kid is good for. <laughs> right. And so uh, uh, accurately so. Yeah. And Brian Lynch, who is uh, sometimes a listener, but I don't think he listens that often. But uh, uh, he's, so he's I, got some work to do. He's he's he's, he's just constantly uh, constantly writing, constantly writing for money. But uh, uh, he's a joke machine. Mm -hmm. He can write. He can turn any scene and just if you want him to punch it up, it would take him two seconds to add like seventeen jokes to a script. Wow. Um, one of the funniest guys I've ever met, and uh, he uh, doubled down on me, which was dumb. <laughs> I mean, straight up dumb. Kevin Smith wants to make his movie, and he's like, no, I want to make it with Matt. Well, I've never directed before. Some loyalty. I've written the script. I want to do it or whatever. Yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. It was really emotionally crazy. And so what happened was we go to his house, and I we work on this like every day, waiting for Kevin. And it's typical like a mini Hollywood in Red Bank, New Jersey. Sure. Kevin agrees to another meeting, agrees to another meeting, cancels, 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 cancels. And meanwhile, all I'm doing is uh, spending every free moment I have working on the script of Brian. And I, I memorized the entire script of uh, Big Helium Dog, right? And then we decide we're going to cast it. Kevin's going to let us do a second reading of it. Let's get it done right. And uh, now I'm, I'm older. I'm 18. I've started my own improv comedy group. Uh, uh, and I cast uh, members of possible side effects in the reading to ah. read with, with it. And Kevin has just moved into his new fancy apartment in uh, in Red Bank, uh, and there's there's nothing in there but uh, his Marvel figurines that he has famously now commissioned that everyone knows about. Mm -hmm. but I walk into an empty apartment, a huge sprawling empty apartment with uh, lined with uh, with giant uh, uh, figurines of of of, uh, of comic book characters, mm. and Time Magazine is following him around for the week. Nice. Which is like what actually probably made him pull the trigger. Like I should do something interesting. Brian's been wanting to do this thing. I'll just have Brian do this thing. Have a reading in my house. Mm -hmm. So I'm there with members of my improv comedy group. Uh, Kevin Smith, Time Magazine, uh, Brian, and everybody. And we do the whole script top to bottom. And I basically am off book the whole thing. I'm mm -hmm. just doing the scenes as best I can. I am. Uh, I think. I think it goes very well. Brian is like thrilled. He's very happy. He doubled down on me, sure. kind of thing. Good. I was happy too. Uh, Kevin really now wants to make the movie. Only he liked the guy from my comedy group 
more than me for the lead mm -hmm. and the guy who who i invited for my comedy group to play like three little parts becomes the lead of the movie yeah, yeah. and this is my first introduction to to, to, to life yeah if <laughs> you're wondering yeah if you're wondering what lit the fuse for me to flip out and move to the virgin islands i believe it starts the week starts after there. this somewhere this in that neighborhood somewhere sure. in that neighborhood from there you know I, I plot to become successful my own i use all my college money on my tv film the, the tv uh, pilot that that also fails my my uh and so uh all of this seems to be like uh, i'll show my i'll show you moment uh yeah. never never comes right and so uh from there brian you know and it's incredibly awkward from there so brian and i lose touch we, we we later had lunch and caught up and we still chat over facebook and stuff and twitter and mm -hmm. we're fine uh obviously years of awkwardness though sure, years of awkwardness. um so but uh but uh now in hindsight like this happens. It's one little thing. Yes, yeah. that's one. More if you're little out thing. in L.A., this happens every day. Yeah, this happens with your friends at least once a year, if not this a month. This kind of shit yeah. happens. You know, like every the Apple day. sisters are out there, and Hustling. they are all always trying to wheeze each other in on each other's projects, and sure. then it doesn't work out. It does work out. This thing happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, you know, it's fucking 17 through 19. I'm thinking this is my road to fame. Yeah, you know. This yeah. is, of course, Matt's uh, way of telling everyone that I have actually been hired to be the writer on Fool Us from now on. <laughs> that is true. Jacob is now a season four writer for <laughs> Allison Hannigan. On yep. that. Fucking she said it. Episode 10. What? Episode 10 of Fool Us. Allison signs off the show with We'll See You Soon. Oh, she said it. She did it. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you soon. That's awesome. Did, did she listen to the did podcast she say at soon? some point? No. She I don't think so. For it. If she did, I would I would regret saying something. She took the yeah, I'll see you soon. That's I great. don't think so. I uh, she's she's a she's a very famous busy lady. We she yeah. we, we were very tight on set. Yeah. That's the way that goes. She's been acting since forever. Forever. Mm -hmm. So she's used to Again, like this is the only TV show I get to work on, so I have a little bit more of attachment to it than right, I'd right, say right, someone right, else right. does. But everyone in film will tell you they're very used to feeling like family, and then you rap, and then within a few weeks, it just it just goes away. Oh yeah, I've met that person. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so you just kind of go, like, oh, all right, you know, and just you're on to the next because every project is an intense experience. Yes. Yeah. So she's doing a bunch of projects. So she's a, has a bunch of intense experiences, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I sent her one text kind of during the season, and so it was, we we were polite. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's fine. And that's totally understandable. Perfect. You can't become best friends with every famous person you work with. I was with, <laughs> with Penn. I've worked very hard. <laughs> he's coming back to Bucket Show again. This week again? Yes. So if you listen to this day off, he's Whoa, back again. I'm flipping out. A new trick again. That's awesome. Last week's trick was so great. It's very strange. I walked so in good. last week and uh, people were it was during the bucket show part of the show and people were still kind of buzzing about uh, about the trick that Penn did last week. That uh, thrilled him, by the way. I yeah. told him I was like, no, I was like, I was like, I think you're not used to this with Penn and Teller, and I think you're not used to being a solo performer. Right. And I just want you to know because I think the first time he did a trick, he asked me like, were people asking him about it? Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, you know, it does the prediction trick, you know. Uh, and I was like, yeah, they were, they were kind of like, I was like, and I said to him, I was like, but you're kind of like a famous magician. So I don't think they were like, how did he do that? You know? Uh, and then I was like, okay, the last trick you did drove people nuts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. drove people crazy. I was mm -hmm. like, I said, there was a dozen people like feverishly debating in, afterward at the yeah. bar. Right. And he, that made him very happy. And I let him know because he had to leave because he had an early flight. Uh, I said, please, if you have to leave, leave every time. I was like, you've watched enough improv yeah, you, for a guy who doesn't like improv, you've watched more improv. Watched a lot of improv. You've been so patient <laughs> yeah, with exactly, our bullshit. Exactly. 
you've been you've stuck around for our, you work feverishly for each week to do something brand new paul and i show up and just hope it happens mm-hmm. i was like please go home yeah mm-hmm. go home and get some rest my favorite theory that i heard last week was uh he had memorized the entire deck yeah right 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 because so if, he... if it's on it's up on periscope now yeah. oh and it's probably gonna be on youtube that's the first step. we have so much business so the first big announcement is uh we finally found a way uh because <laughs> Because we are so uh, listener open to our, our media, we never actually were in charge of our YouTube page. Do you know that? No. Paul? Right. <laughs> so we weren't. So I was tr- I was sitting there for weeks trying to add this uh, a scoop uh, Justin, this great guy Justin, to the YouTube page, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. It took me forever to figure out that I didn't own the page. It <laughs> <laughs> makes a difference. So <laughs> there is a reason. I have to go back to Marco. Marco was in a great the bucket show. Oh yeah. Page. Uh, and so now if you go to mattandmattingly.com uh, and click on the Bucket Show link there, right. it takes you to the YouTube page and all of our Bucket Shows are now up. Do we have pretty much everything from our run so far or we lo- lose a few in transition? Uh, we lost all the ones that were on the old Periscope archive. Oh, Okay, before they switched over before to saving. Before they switched over yeah. to saving. But yeah. we've been, then that's Catch. a lot still. No, that's no, still no, yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. saved. We've got probably 20 episodes then. There's a lot up there. Yeah. Uh, but I think you can see the one with Penn doing the trick. But Great. Penn did a trick where he had four different audience members shuffle four different parts of the deck. Whoa, hello, hello. Uh, Bangs. Uh, Bangs. Uh, SJ's got, SJ got a haircut, everybody. No, she just has a lot of bangs today. Oh, all right. At least I don't think she got a haircut. All right, nope. Now I got you in trouble. Yep. Oh, shit. Now I got to know when your girl gets her hair did. Yep. Um, uh, Penn had four different people shuffle the deck, handed them to audience members, then started calling out cards in order, and he knew which person had which card, and mm-hmm. he would show them and throw them on the ground. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was a really neat trick. Yeah, the trick got described to me in the bar afterwards, and then someone said, I mean, obviously he just memorized the entire deck and then handed it to these people and had them shuffle it and watched them shuffle it. And as they were shuffling it, he could tell which cards were going where. No. <laughs> and they were being completely serious. And I said, you know, I don't know how he did that trick. I know that's not how he did that trick. Yeah, it's a crazy trick. I can, I can go ahead and X that off of the, uh, of the how did he do it. And they said, well, how do you know that's not how he did it if you don't know how he did it? I I just know that's not how he did it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how this is what people of faith when they argue about atheism. Yeah, yeah. Like prayer works. Like there's a a lot more evidence prayer does not work than works. Well, how do you know? Oh, I got into it. Fuck. I got into it on on Facebook. No. Don't do it. What are you doing? I try to do as respectfully as possible. No, don't even respect on Facebook. Again, just like I just like I told Jacob last week, there's no sarcasm font. There's no this is respectfully meant font. Don't 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 talk to people. Don't Dude, talk to people. Anybody anybody who's down with the prayer, yeah, doesn't factor into the the equation why the prayer is necessary. Right. That's the mind. They fuck. don't take one more step back. This is this is why it was my baby's slope. dying. Prayers, please. Wait, God's killing your baby, and you're asking him for shit. <laughs> or God isn't paying attention to your baby that's dying and won't until you pay attention to him. What? Or how many? How God many, does it? How many clicks? A, but how many clicks? Plan, how, he has a plan for your baby, and you, how many shares of this Jesus this picture? Baby. Yeah, bullshit. So here's my point: is that someone someone wrote like someone else another uh, another atheist wrote yes. I don't understand how the prayer pray for these tragedies. What's meant on the prayer? Like, what? I don't understand it at all. Mm-hmm. And I wrote back 
exactly i wrote back this thought and I, it really is true it is much easier to fathom god without the prayer thing if you take prayer out of the equation you, you have a much more convincing argument okay as to like that a spiritual kingdom exists and all this other stuff is happening and all the stuff that you have right so you have a plan you know whatever and on the prayer front believe me i understand the mindful meditation of it the the even religion i don't want to shit on it too much the, the community aspects of religion there are, are plenty of fine beautiful, things beautiful beautiful the power of prayer thing and the idea that we should rally to prayer when tragic events thing makes no sense to me at all and i basically my only point was like hey you could convince me there's a God much more easily if you never talked about prayer. Take it out of the equation. Okay. And now the spiritual argument, which is where most people end up who kind of lose faith over time and floating to anywhere. That's kind of going from religion to just I'm spiritual. Right. Basically, is that severing of the the direct communication line? It's that there is a yeah. boss up there somewhere right. who runs this shit and he doesn't give a fuck what you say or do. Right. And then this person, this, and this is a, this is a this is a terrible thing that happens in conversations of all types, not just religious. And right? I'm saying he because there's no way in fuck that it's a woman. <laughs> oh boy. Oh Jacob. Why? Because it can drive. Zing! Oh! Zing! Ay, ay, ay. Zing! 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 Nope, yeah, because he knows how to get off the fucking phone. Oh! Oh! Zing! Oh! Zing! 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 Stay down. We're dudes with a podcast. No, dude, talk. Real dude, talk. We're talking, dude, talk. Dude, talk. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, if everyone, yes, my wife is a better driver than me. Okay, good. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. How many wrecks? When we go on family trips, of course she drives. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, and I wrote that note, you know, and I was just, yeah, yeah. I was atheist to atheist on a Facebook page. I was not, I was not intending to, 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 to start a thing, to start a thing. And yes. yet. Well, someone Rebecca, and this is what happens all the time when people, and this is the hardest His thing to argue. His friend or your friend? Uh, uh, her, her friend. Her, her friend. Yes, yeah, okay. so I'm not even friends with this person. So, yes, this is a mistake I make. Uh, Good. This yeah. is where my mistake begins. Uh, okay. So you, you're now, you are someone that you don't know has now engaged you, and you yeah. are engaging back. And they do the thing that, this is terrible in all arguments regardless, is when they go from philosophical to anecdotal, right? Okay. Well, you may think that. But I'll tell you what happened to me. Oh, <laughs> it's like that story of the guy who got off the ticket from the guy, from quoting scripture, yeah, because he was drunk, and I nearly lost my shit. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, bud, you have made you have made me less of They're a like, believer than I already was. We all prayed for my friend who went to go in for the cancer operation. They didn't have to have the operation because right. when she arrived at the hospital, the cancer was gone. Miracle. There's only one explanation for how that could possibly happen. Only one. Prayers. Spontaneous remission. (laughs) Oh, is that not where you're going with that? No. No. So uh, I I just just was like, respectfully. (laughs) I wrote respectfully, Paul, because I know there's no font. You started with the word respectfully. I started the word respectfully. I said, what? there are many, many people who lose battles to cancer in which everyone around them prays for them to survive. Right. How then could you point to your prayer as working? Would you then have to say their prayer is not working? And they said, God's plan. God hears all prayers. He doesn't always answer them with the way we want. (laughs) Boom. Trumped. Peace. Exclamation point. Smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. So they were respectfully back to me. At least least your friend's friend was being pleasant. Correct. They were very nice to me. Man, I love when people are pleasant. Exactly. Facebook Facebook disagreements, nothing makes me happier than when people are pleasant 
having a back and forth with a Facebook disagreement. Like when you hear about like, you know, you guys Except talk about for like, blowjobs and a lot of other things that actually do make me happier. Uh, no, no, I will take a good Facebook exchange over a blowjob, my friend. Um, oh, well, I'll just mo- put my mouth away. C- mostly because I'm a germaphobe. No, but uh, 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 for anyone who's planning on blowing me, I'm kidding. So uh, uh, they, their, their, their peaceful response, their, their respectful response made me just uh, slam my hand into a desk rather, ah! rather than respond. Good. So you didn't respond. No. Good. Because they were very respectful to yeah, me. Yeah, you gotta let it go. And I was like, I'm not going to change this person's mind. Man, I no, can't no. tell you how many last year well, I'll tell you I would write yeah. stuff and then just delete it and not even post it. That's the smartest I've done that. I've done you that get it out of your yeah, system. that's it. I get it out of my system. I look at it and I go, enough. Yep. This is going nowhere. Erase. Yep. I've done that. And now I don't even write them. Now I can just think them in yeah. my little head and it flits away. So you find you, you you can table the anger without the typing. I need to type it. Absolutely. And then delete. No, I can absolutely table it now. Because now it doesn't get me that upset because now I'm at the point where it's like, if anyone is taking the time to write this stuff out, they themselves need the convincing. Sure. That's what it really comes down to. Sure, that, yeah. and, I, and I feel that on the political side of stuff, on all that stuff. Well, I, and hear this where woman... I hear where all this stuff is coming from, and I'm like, you just... You just need to scream until you believe it. Okay. Yeah. Keep saying it. This woman uh, isn't going to read my post and be like, oh my God. This, oh. This guy, Matt Donnelly, just no opened my mind. No one's ever changed yeah. anyone's mind. No, no, no. I just left it there. The truth is I left it the argument of where I'm fine to leave it. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I, I, what I said is, and this is my father, uh, who's, who might be on next week, by the way, America's favorite public defender. It could happen. You know, what I love about my father and, and why I think I, I like working for Penn and Teller, Penn and Teller give credit to the audience. And my father gave credit to the jury. Mm-hmm. And so my father would uh, sometimes ask a question where the, the, I went, the witness would hang themselves out to dry. And my father wouldn't slam dunk it afterward. He would just say no further questions. Yeah. He just let the person hang themselves out. And he, he would give the jury credit for figuring that out. Nice. And so, no, I'm not going to convince that woman's mind. But for anyone else who's maybe kind of curious about that statement, if they read that argument. Sure. I'm fine. Yeah. That, You've that, made your that case. argument is a great, uh, yeah. w- as is. I would gladly accept friends from that and lose friends from that. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. fine. They're, 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 we both made our points. Made your case. I'm put satisfied it out there. with there mine. I'm, I'm moving on. Great. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah. I so, can't even no. anymore. No, no, no. It makes no sense. But that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, so we, we started the machine. The machine I wasn't ready with bam, the button. No, you were not. No. Um, so I just yelled into a microphone. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, we uh, we asked listeners, hey, go on there and just, you know, like and comment on the ad. And we got 200 and change. 200, over 200 people went and wrote something there. Thank you, people. To help our first ad out. Thanks, guys. And even stranger, because I did not intend for this to happen, is our listeners enrolled in the machine. Right. Which is only meant to attract new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. And I was laughing because people even break down the videos. They're like, what did you guys think of the videos? And I was like, well, I don't, you guys are already listeners. I don't know. It doesn't matter what you think of the videos. You know us. <laughs> one other person, one person was like, I think this is, video's not for us. And I was like, right. Correct. This yeah. guy. Listen to this guy. But <laughs> this guy over here. Enjoy. But that's the thing is, uh, you can enroll you in want it. it. Go for it. Because and then someone's like, someone else was like, why? Why did I register if you're not using my emails for the machine? I was like, your emails are going to be used for the machine. 
you know, every email that we've gotten from you, if you send us a scoop mail, if you send us anything, and we're going to use that email list, and you, is, this is all part of the plan. We're just getting it started in a sloppy, weird way because we all work because that's at what we jobs. do. We, all, we we just do our best. <laughs> we God start things it. in sloppy, weird ways. We're learning. Um, we're learning as we but go. But we eventually are going to offer exclusive content to our mailing list. Yep. We eventually are going to give exclusive offers for cool shit through our mailing list, and, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, and the big, the big step that you guys need to know that we are trying to do something we believe is pioneering with the, with in the podcast space, which yeah. is that should we get to the level that we want to take on sponsors, uh, which technically we're actually already at, but we're not, we're here, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not waving that flag yet to anybody. No, right. we no. Uh, because one, we're listener backed right now and it's fantastic. And we especially after it. our most generous month, we're not going to go looking for, nope. <laughs> for, 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 uh, but the way to not fuck up airtime, the way all podcast listeners like myself hate uh, we're that gonna, part of the podcast where most people fast forward through it, right? Well, knowing that, we're going to try to phase it in, into our episodes differently and follow up differently. And uh, if we do that, we think we might it, it would be awesome in a way that you guys won't care that we take ads, and in a way that I think other podcasts would be like, "Holy shit! Right. Why didn't we think of that?" That's so down the road, and we're hoping that you'll be able to see the ads that, you, that you'll have uh, access to the ads. And that you will appreciate the fact that it's not on the show and not interrupting the show so right. much. And that you can just peruse them at your leisure. Correct. Yeah. That's 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 our hope. That's the hope. If it fails, then we got to do what everyone else does. But we probably won't do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, mostly because we keep getting new patrons. A lot of new patrons this month. So thank that's you all for your support. For a lot up. of new... We, we, we retooled it. So go 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 to patreon.com slash heyscoops and look at all the fun shit we're offering yeah, there's new There's new stuff up there. And uh, yeah, if, you can, if you're not doing Patreon, if you, uh, you want to go check that out, you know, we started a dollar a month to do uh, to do the Patreon. Toss us a buck a month. If you're liking what you're hearing and you're able to, toss us a buck a month. If you're not able to, we get it. Keep listening and uh, please subscribe and please leave us uh, some uh, some comments, some positive comments yeah. on our uh, on whatever service you're listening to us on. Business. So business. Businesses bucket shows are up on our YouTube channel now. Yep. Go go check those out and flick your beans. And uh, <laughs> ja- go be jamming on the beans to, to not necessarily in that order <laughs> to to us, uh, yeah. Or just yeah, you know, after you jam the beans, you just want to watch something mindless. Go watch a bucket show. Yeah, in your refractory period, that's a nice place to go. Um, so uh, for for listeners who want to sign up without going through the whole machine, if you want to just be on the mailing list and be part of the 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 rollout, yep. You go to heyscoops.com slash newscoop, right? And there, if you enter the machine that way, you won't have to go through all of the the stuff that that that, that we're, we're doing with our advertising. There we go. And then when you go through that process, it, it's going to let you do the. It's going to let you participate in the uh, obelisk scheme through our new system. If if you want, we're not. You don't have to do this. Uh, but then you can go to heyscoops.com slash. And we got this is we got to talk to Nick because it's slash scoopsters, which is a memorable name, but I, I hate that. <laughs> So we got to talk to him. We got to change it to something else, uh, and that'll let you recommend our page in a way that we can keep track of, so you can get credit for nice. participating in the Obelisk game. Does that make sense? Yeah. We want to know if you're helping us out. We want to know, and if we, and if you are helping us out, we can. We'll, we'll we're going to reward you for doing. I was about to say. I bet we're going to do something where uh, the people who are who are doing the Obelisk scheme on there. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do something for those people. Yeah, well, basically, like he he was fascinated by our obelisk blowjobs, and and uh, that was a tall order right off the bat. Lots of blowjobs. Paul, we already Paul that's all even Jacob. Like, Paul doesn't even like responding to emails. That's you think he's Jacob. gonna blow people? No, no. See, no. I got this, guys. <laughs> guys, leave this to me. That's all, Jacob. I'm on it. Jacob Hoover Smith. That's mm-hmm. it. 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, heyscoops.com slash scoopsters. After you've gone to heyscoops.com slash newscoop, will let us keep track of your obelisk game. And that'll that'll help us out. For the people who want to comment on that, thank you so much. We already are we 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 fucking crushed our we we broke our record last week. Again. Again, but by seven thousand. Smashed it. So it's just nuts. So thank you all for continuing to listen and yeah. telling people about the show and spreading the word. You're... Which I suppose now a uh, good half hour into the episode is as good a time as any to say, Hey, if this is your first episode that you're listening to, how you doing? Oh Jesus. Welcome. I didn't even think about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Uh, our 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 uh, hashtag who dat Wonka is probably one of the oh. most fascinating. Do you have the ability to bring it up, Jacob? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so who dat Wonka got some great traction. Who dat Wonka was a really successful thing. So uh, we were discussing uh, the Willy Wonka movie a yes. few episodes back, yeah. And we said like, who could do it? Who, who would is be the curious? Wonka of today? Who is the Wonka of today? Who, who would you the, want who is random the, access to their who layer? Is the enigmatic genius. Yeah. Creator. Yeah. Who lives by his own rules, yeah. an iconoclast beyond the grasp of normal society. Sure. And we came up with a few. Who could buy golden tickets that you'd want uh, towards of their place? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jacob, you still searching? Uh, what I've discovered is that my computer is not logged into uh, my Twitter, so oh, I'm pulling God it up over here. <laughs> God effing damn it. And I don't know my username or password. But of course, so, I, uh, yeah. I threw out there at first uh, Notch, the creator of... Minecraft. And a lot of people dug that. A lot of yeah. people said you were right. So Notch is a reclusive guy. He's a very reclusive guy, super genius, creative type, and he even does his mansion, his billion dollar mansion, has a candy wall oh, okay. built into it. So he's like he's, he Willy might even Wonka. Be, he might have been influenced by that. I think he's got that crazy rotating subterranean garage. Oh yeah. good. I like those. Like the car sits and spins in the middle of his house. Like yeah. He's got a couple of those in his house where a car is on a rotating pedestal. Uh, let's see. The uh, Jelly Belly owner killed a guy with a World War II tank that he rebuilt. That's pretty Wonka-ish. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Wonka-ish. That's definitely Wonka-ish. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Mike uh, Mike Litch. Uh, if you can spend $300 million on 35-plus-year-olds, uh, you get the Detroit Tigers. Oh, nice. Uh, Who that Wonka? Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Sassy Scoop has a good one here. Real Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, Real Gilbert would be interesting. That'd be a good one. He's a, he's a, a comedy one. Wonka. Yeah. Uh, uh, Banksy, the artist Banksy. Yes. Banksy would Banksy be a good one. Banksy is definitely a Wonka. With, uh, I had a friend of mine get to go to that Dismaland um, oh, right. yeah. In, oh, yeah. installation, and he sent he put up a bunch of cool pictures from it. That was neat. Banksy's are that, 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 crazy. That would be crazy. If he, you've never seen Exit Through the Gift Shop, do yourself a favor. It's check a good, out that good documentary. documentary. Yeah, um, and even more confusing. Someone brought up uh, Thomas Spencer Monson, who's the uh, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Ooh. <laughs> That's some Wonka shit. Yeah, uh, for but, sure. But the he's gambler, a, he's a reclusive. The gambler, yeah. Gelato Steve mentioned the gambler. Uh, Hugh Hefner in the mansion. That one I thought was a good one. Hugh is definitely... But the mansions, if you said that a year ago, it would be much more accurate. But the mansions... He's selling it? He's selling it and it's falling apart. Well, yeah. he sold it. Well, I mean... Yeah. Whoever's buying it has to demolish it. But well, no, I think that's kind of the, the Wonka part of it that, uh, that Steve is talking about. Because he sold it, but in the, in the selling of it, in the contract, it was required that he had to keep living there. Mm. So he sold the house. It would be like me selling the churn yeah. and saying, but 
we get to keep recording this podcast here indefinitely. Well, that <laughs> that place has got to be just riddled with sex juice. So oh, like I know, somebody, that's like, like somebody basically bodily fluids. That's yeah, what's keeping it together. I guess <laughs> it's all that's holding it together. It's all crusty, it's a real patch job. Crusty jizz is the, what the walls come are with me covered up. And you'll be. come with me, and there's come everywhere that you can see. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Stanley. Stanley was OJ a good one. Simpson fucked Miss February, <laughs> right? Uh, Stanley is a good one. Uh, Elon Musk is a little too high profile, but Elon Musk, I bet if he all of a sudden was going to give like a tour of something that he he I'm was sure he yeah. got some secrets. Um, let's see, Papa John. There's crazy shit going on in his kitchen. I'll bet <laughs> Papa John. <laughs> yep. I like also the idea that you get to some pizza mansion. That's it. <laughs> Rather than Oompa Loompas, he has Peyton Manning clones. <laughs> Bill Belichick, who that Wonka? Bill Belichick's a really funny who that Wonka because <laughs> it is the thing about no one knows what he's really like. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a pretty good idea what he's really like. I'd say I saw it on ESPN. You, you, today. Can, you can watch videos of everyone else's practices. <laughs> like, give you a really neat <laughs> Manson tour. Be awesome. <laughs> Uh, I saw I saw a thing today already. Ways to get like sneak passes so you can sit wherever you're not supposed to sit. He's got this yeah, mansion every and everything, but he sleeps in the barn out back with the horses <laughs> just to keep himself raw and angry. He sleeps in hay. Oh, Chris Lloyd says, I think you missed the obvious. Uh, at Mr. Teller is today's Hoot at Wonka. You know, that's not that is uh, that's 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 true also because his mansion is a trick mansion. He's got secret yeah. doors. He's got and secret. Stuff. He's got secret shit in his mansion. That's and, awesome. And I, and even like. I've been there twice inside his house, but I've been to his house and he has like a special like garage, uh, like a, a garage is a, is a, is a storage area. It's a large, a large, you know, uh, warehouse yes. type area. Yeah. And so the most time I've come to his house, I've, we've been hosted below his house in the garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like when he has like a lot of people over, you don't always even make it to his house. So the teller is a good one. Yeah. That's that cool. Good I, that's, that's the kind of place I want to get. Yeah. One day, want to have a house to keep people away oh, from man. your actual house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, and finally, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the scoop of Cobra says, I uh, "Touching the good toys." I think David Copperfield has the land of imagination that nobody gets to visit. That's a fact. This museum thing is that right? He, he has the magic museum. He has the magic museum. It's one of the craziest uh, uh, things you can do. It, it has a trick in it. Uh, it has access to things that no one's ever seen, and he only gives the tours privately. So that is that, that is pretty That's close. Who that Wonka? Wonka very very much a lot is influenced alive and well in Las There's Vegas. I Wonka guess is what's going there. on. Yeah, there. Vegas Vegas has a lot of Wonka. Um, all right, Amazing Jonathan's place is a lot like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amjack got some Wonka in him. Yeah. So uh, let's get into some scoop mail. So thanks, scoops, for the who dat Wonka. Oh, uh, scoop fest. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, bags should be on sale. I was trying to get it done today, but I couldn't. I couldn't get it done. But the 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 process page with our new with our new stuff, we should be able to set up a process page. Uh, we should be the bag should be on sale uh, by the time uh, Thursday's podcast is out. All right. And the uh, super secret gift is getting delivered. Ooh. It's in shipping right now. Oh, oh shucky ducky! It should be here by Friday of this week. Wow. And then uh, hot damn. Uh, the goal is to be able to have you to buy tickets to. Uh, Fifty Shades and Penn and Teller by uh, October first. We should have the discount codes locked in for you to purchase your tickets ahead of time. Right around the corner. Um, and then our after uh our after parties. We're trying to Paul and I have been been, been discussing that. brainstorming some stuff. But we think after Penn and Teller, we're going to invite everyone to Golden Tiki. Nice. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. 
think so. Because we were there the other night. There'd be space. Paul and I we were the should... only people having non-alcoholic Dole Whips. And on a Sunday night, it was sparse enough. Yeah, that's it. Because it's Sunday night. I think we're okay. We might even want to talk them up. We'll give them a heads up. Yeah, yeah we will. I, I think you should. If, you're, if 100 people are going to go somewhere, I think you should yeah, tell yeah, them. Yeah, 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 you should. They might need an extra bartender. Heads up. Yeah, they yeah, might yeah. need an extra bartender yeah. there. Yeah. We might want to put a new person in. Sheesh. Is that me? What well, nice. Did I do something? Could have been, could have been, uh, who knows? I don't know. Was that the power? Yeah, it was the power cord. Oh, okay. The power, uh, the power brick fell. Oh, shit. You pulled the power brick down. So, yes. I'm not a good person today. I'm not a good person today. You're wrecking shit. Whoa. I didn't know the power cord was on the chair. Oh, you're, yeah, it's on the chair over there. Yep. I'm ruining everything. Oh, God damn it. Let's, let's get listeners take over the show. Uh, but, uh. Message for you, son. Go oh, ahead and uh, yeah, don't buy the bag unless you're coming to Scoop Fest. Right. There will be bags for sale post Scoop Fest. But we do need you to buy the bags because that's creating the right budget. Now. To... Oh, oh yeah, buy the bag. <laughs> if you're coming saying, to Scoop Fest, I'm not buy saying the bag. don't buy the bag, but buy you know, but don't buy it if you're unless you're coming out here because you got to pick it up. Yeah. There'll be yeah. a there'll be a point where we have them up for shipping and whatnot, but that'll be a ways down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also going to have Scoop Fest specific stuff. In yes, it. this is a slightly different bag. Yeah, yeah. We're, the stuff that isn't Scoop Fest specific, we will sell separately after Scoop Fest. Right. Sold Including the super secret gift. Including the You're going to want it. Yep. All right. Sold but do get on there. Uh, get on the Scoop Fest uh, Facebook invite and uh, RSVP on that. Uh, it's 122 people so far. Nice. Jesus. That's that's confirmed. That's not people that are thinking about it. Right. Right. There's still a lot more that are interested. I can't wait. We're going to have 200 people in this place. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be crowded in here. If it's more than 200, we're in trouble. I don't care. Yeah, I know you I love it. (laughs) I can't wait. It's a good problem to have. Anarchy in Vegas. That's going to be wild. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But Sunday is already set up great. Yeah, Sunday's looking good. Penn Sunday School. Food trucks afterward, parking lot party. I'm off. Penn and Teller, Golden Tiki. Oh, nice. Boy. Goodbye, Las Vegas. It's a good Sunday. Oh, boy. It's worth traveling just for that day. But it's we're going to do other be stuff great. before then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to get a fun guest or something for our live podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess we should do that. Huh. All right, scoop him. All right, the Imperial Storm Scooper. I love it. Hey, guys, I'm a nerd. I don't uh, know or care about sports. I'm a lot like Paul in that regard. However, when Matt and Jacob uh, talk sports, I find myself interested in what they have to say, as strange as that may seem. That does sound strange. Because people Paul are not usually interested in what we have to say. <laughs> I just I can't comprehend. We went and saw the Steelers game yesterday, and Ann's mother is a Steelers freak, and so we had to keep up so she has stuff to talk about with her mom. Okay. Good. Uh, well, not that she never runs out of stuff to talk about with her mom, but that's... With Ben <laughs> Therapist... Roethlisberger. Oh boy, he's a therapist. Oh yeah, yeah, therapist. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But meat face. Wow, pretty well. wow, what a machine that dude crushed it yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh Antonio Brown. No. Oh Ben Roethlisberger. Quite him too. Yeah. yeah and, and D Will. Yeah, they both. D'Angelo did. Williams tore it up. But man, like there was this play where the ball got poorly. Uh, Tossed back to him. Yes. The handoff was garbage. Yeah. Okay. It was flopping on the ground. He picked it up, looked up for a half a second, and threw it right to this guy running down the side. It was just, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, whoop, pew. Uh, it, 
It'd I'm, be like it'd be like catching an egg in midair and scrambling it while it fell, and then having it hit a skillet and cook up perfectly into an omelet. I was like, "Fuck." We gotta make Paul watch sports more often. I know. I love that. No, no, dude, come I, on! A guy then, got a penalty for twerking. You gotta love that. I yes. was so, and, and you know what? It's bullshit. Of course, it's oh, bullshit. Oh, I love this. I love Paul. It's yeah. all bullshit. Uh, this is. You can't get a penalty for twerking. This is the owners of these teams keeping their players in check. This is disgusting. No fun league. It's disgusting. Uh, it's not just no fun. It's you aren't an individual. You're part of this organization, and you don't you didn't you didn't get to where you are through your own interesting skills and abilities. Oh, if, if you think football's uptight, <laughs> try watching a baseball game. Oh, yeah. if I'll you bet. if you pump your fist around the bases, you're gonna get hit with a baseball the next time you try to go <laughs> you're to bat. Get hit with a 95 mile an hour object. If you, you hold your you, bat too long you, after you hit it out of the park, you're gonna get hit with a fucking baseball. <laughs> you could not pay me to watch baseball. Uh, the oh, level the level of animosity I feel towards <laughs> baseball. Because not only are you making me watch bullshit, right? But it is so fucking boring. Uh, we are in full agreement, I believe, right? You should be the able baseball to twerk. is boring. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you should be able to twerk in the end zone. Yes, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. The only, only, only excessive not- thing is if you've hit another player, a player on the other team. No, I was going to say if it's, even- if, if it's not directed, I, I, I don't like it when it's directed at a team because you but already it's, scored. But it's a taunting. You already scored. Yeah, you've won. That but it's a celebration but, thing, though. Yeah, but-, but when it comes to celebration, yeah. I, I want celebration. Do whatever the fuck you want. And baseball, by the way, if you want something about lagging ratings, they should let baseball players celebrate however the fuck they want. If there's a sport with downtime, it oh. is baseball. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know. Because even when you even when you have a player do the most exciting thing that you can do in baseball, yeah. which is hit a home run, that is then immediately followed by, what, 30 seconds of a guy just jogging around a base path? Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know. If imagine he, if, if he just was like you know shouting things and like yeah. pointing to people, or just like and doing like, cartwheels well, all down the baseline, or pulling out the old. Uh, if the ball like is out of play, yeah. If the ball is out of play, there's yeah. no reason you shouldn't have a disco strobe hit yeah. the whole fucking field. <laughs> yep. It should be just, brr, 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 you know, blur. it should be like cosmic bowling well, hits like, baseball. Yeah, fucking Blurns ball. Yeah. And, uh, Futurama. Blurn! <laughs> my favorite, my favorite football celebration ever was uh, Joe Horn of the of the New Orleans Saints. He scored that touchdown. This this is a guy that came into the league, I believe, the same time as Terrell, uh, as Terrell Owens. Yeah. And for a while, they were going back and forth. Uh, who could who could celebrate the in, in a more ridiculous Terrell manner? Terrell Owens fucking pulling the sharpie out of his sock and signing the football signing before the football. handing it. That's one of the greatest fucking oh, it's things great. ever. But Joe Horn, uh, he crosses the goal line. You know, catches the ball, crosses the goal line, gets a touchdown. Runs to the goalpost where he has concealed a cell phone inside the pad on the goalpost, <laughs> pulls it out, and calls his mama. <laughs> it was great. It's great. Those things should be. Those are great. Yes, and it is. Terrell Owens grabbing the grabbing the thing of popcorn and just dumping it into his mouth through the, the, through the face mask. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Get your popcorn ready. Yep. It's the evil of that league trying to stop that kind of stuff because yeah. it's individual expressionism. And that's what they're trying to. I tell you something. Out. I was so happy it's to see up. the other day because you know we've we've had all this Colin Kaepernick bullshit and all, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. you know the, the other players that are that are following suit and they're showing support and everything. Uh, you had the Seattle uh, the the Seahawks get together and uh, link arms, you know, as a, as a team across the sideline during the national anthem of their game, just to show their unity and all this stuff. 
all all good stuff. I, I you know like all of it. Um, in the Miami game, four of the Dolphins players did the same thing that Kaepernick has been doing and, and knelt during the during the national anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see what their owner said? What the Miami owner said? No. Made me so happy. He came out and said. I fully support these guys. Right. Uh, they have a they have a cause that they believe in. They are showing it in a nonviolent way. Good, go to town. Good uh, job. Yeah, the uh, owners of these Niners uh, donated to yeah. uh, uh, anti-violence uh, charities. Yeah. Um, in response to it, Colin it's, Kaepernick, it's the number great. one selling uh, jersey from the NFL right now. It's doing nothing. Back, backup quarterback for a team. It number is, one selling jersey. It is creating so much good. It is is exactly what a peaceful protest from someone with a platform can do. Yes. It is absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. We want people to protest this way, and uh, this is exactly what we want people to do. Uh, Perry Friedman, a uh, smarter guy than me, uh, said he goes, "There's a difference between." That's uh, a backhanded compliment if I've ever heard one. Uh, no, my, my, he's a very smart man. I don't know he's, if it's a backhanded compliment. He's super smart. Damning with faint praise, I think, is what you meant. He's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So You're I'm smarter right. than you, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> So there's a difference between uh, patriotism and nationalism, and if you just want, if you want symbology to to, uh, to to take hold over ideas, you're putting the country in a troublesome place. It's true. So he's like the the, the ability to protest is, is more American than the national Absolutely. anthem. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which that well, sealed like, the deal. Like fucking the deal for jets me. flying over and shit. When did the military industrial complex get a handhold on all this stuff? Um, I think it's a, I think it's a mutually beneficial relationship. I think yeah, sure. Yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think there's a, no, no, there's more to it than that. I just think that like uh, they always do things to salute their armed forces at those national events. Yes. Right. Our sports are the highest platform we give Americans uh, on television, and you know the most rated the most rated games and everything else. And right. so, uh, and these national uh, you have members of the armed leagues, forces coming out with the flag and everything yeah. for the for the pregame. And yeah. these these leagues all get special treatment from the government by being monopolies of the type of professional sport that they are. Right. Well, I so. get that. <laughs> I get why it goes down. I the just, NFL is a nonprofit organization. You're not into yeah. it. I get that part. Yeah, yeah. NFL is a nonprofit organization. Yeah. yeah, nonprofit. They don't uh, make nine billion dollars of profit. Nope, never. <laughs> it's fine though. But I yeah, but they I can't was, pay for their own stadiums. I was really no. pissed about that tweaking man. That that, that he should have that he should have done his thing, man. He should be teaching classes. You know how he, hard it is to tweak in all those pads? He was fucking great. Or twerk. He what did tweaked. I say? Tweak. He yeah. tweaked. He, he was twerk. sniffing computer cleaner. He tweaked. He twerked. <laughs> Whatever. It's all good. It was great. Um, I thought it was real fun. And, and as soon as I saw the flag go, I was like, oh, bullshit. Yep. Bunch of shit. Take all the fun out of everything. And I like that uh, three Giants players uh, wore uh, 9-11 tribute cleats against the NFL rules. And, and got that, and got fined. And got fined. And everyone stepped up and paid the fines for them. Nice. Yeah. Who, uh, I forget what company it was uh, that, that paid the fines, but yeah, whatever company made the shoes, I think it was Nike. Yeah, said you know we're going to make these shoes. We hope the players wear them, and if you get fined for it, we'll pay the fines. Victor Cruz's dad was a fireman, and blah blah blah. So yeah, fuck that noise. Wear the fucking shoes. Victor Cruz looked good. Oh, Victor Cruz might be back. We this is it. if you want to, we'll, we should go after the credits and we should we talk should. about week one of the NFL. Yeah, we should talk. About it was a good show. week. Uh, anyway, uh, Imperial Storm Scooper uh, says yes. that I think Matt and Jacob ought to do another podcast. Uh, perhaps uh, Jock versus Nerd with Matt and Jacob and maybe Paul too. I would listen to this podcast. Think about it. Seriously, uh, thanks for all the stuff you guys do. Soon to be a Patreon sponsor. Thank you very much. Fucking you in the face. And that's the Imperial Storm Scooper. You know, we we, we did have this idea, Jacob, that you and I yes. should just talk sports separately on a different podcast. Um, 
that's something that we will do. I, we couldn't promise to do it often or regularly. That's no. the only thing about it. But I think right. certain things, like right now, like you and I definitely want to talk about, we've never talked about our fantasy teams on the air yet. Right. And we haven't talked about week one of the NFL, right? Yeah. During the NBA Finals, you and I want to talk for, for a long time on that. So yeah. uh, join that mailing list. Go to heyscoops.com slash newscoop. Get on that mailing list because we will. That's something that could go out. That's I- ideal that situation do down the road. We've got a couple of other shows. Like yeah. we're doing this maybe five times a week and then other shows. Yeah. Other three, specific. Three, four five is a lot. But three or four and then other things. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. The numbers, I mean, if this, the numbers if this are good. This is the there. job. Oh, without a doubt. That's what I'm saying. If this is the no, job, it's five like, times a week. I have a feeling we're going to like doing other. Right. Mini projects. Yes, yes, yes. There'll and be those, other little stuff, that, too. Yeah. Like, uh, the Geek Shot guys and I, I were all talking about... Big uh, some computers? Do, well, doing a... Uh, <laughs> we're thinking about doing um, just a Airwolf podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> just to re- just recap, because we talked for probably 40 minutes about Airwolf. And your week. listeners loved it. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's such a terrible show, and it's right. so wonderful. Your listener really liked that, that talk. Oh, we got listeners. I was, like, was going to say, Jacob, we should not be talking shit to <laughs> no. Geek Shock. Geek Shock got listeners. <laughs> Geek Shock got numbers, yo. Uh, uh, however many listeners Geek Shock has, it will not stop me talking shit about uh, Geek that, Shock. That, well, that that's part's right. true. Just not, just, just not listener trash. We can't yeah, talk yeah. listener trash. Now you can talk it. Uh, you can't back it up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But there's like little side projects like shame, that. shame, shame ruined my next thought. It's all good. Uh, but that's that's the kind of stuff that we would love to uh, yes love to do down the road. Oh, what I was gonna say is when you go from three times a week to more, you become a different kind of podcast, and that's what's worth discussing. Yes, that's true. No, in other words, like so, I'm a subscriber to Tony Kornheiser, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I only listen to the day of. Because he puts one out every day. Right. I only listen to one the day of. So if I miss yesterday's, I don't go back for it. Got it. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. yeah I, I only you, go back on like PTI or something like that if there was an event that day that I want to hear them talk about. Right. right exactly. There, so there has to be a specific The reason. style of podcast we do, a little different. it would be a weird transition for that because you kind of have to keep track of what we're saying. Yes. Even though we try not to make that the case. But other side stuff we'll try and throw yeah. in there. Right. All right. Uh, we got one from Two Ball Screwball. Greetings, you magnificent men of oral pleasure. You're, you have a trick of hilarity. Only Jacob gives oral pleasure. No, no, no. Oral, oral pleasure. Oh, okay, okay. With an A. My uh. southern drawl perhaps made it, made that more difficult to understand. No, it's a, it's a Freudian slip on your part, Jacob. <laughs> I do Speaking like of my southern oral drawl, pleasure. am I seeing a Kroger bag on the ground there? Oh, yeah. That's a whole different, that's a different thing. It's Kroger. Yeah, it has nothing to do with us. Somebody sent it to me, and I haven't picked it up off the floor yeah, it's there. It's just Kroger bag. It just brings back a lot of memories. Oh, sweet, sweet Kroger. <laughs> yep. Guys, my this dad, has been your Kroger talk. My Let's dad get, managed a Kroger for like 11 years. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's what the, I, oh. I grew up in a Kroger store. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. that as a supermarket. Yeah, he did supermarket for a long time. It's very. It, he where, did groceries for a long time. It's like Penn's dad being a numismatist. Oh, yeah? Is that there are very few things you can be where we're not curious about your occupation. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So your dad being a former priest is enough that I had zero curiosities. About what else he did? Yeah. Yeah, he went. He did grocery stores. I didn't think that your parents both had to work after they stopped working for the church. He did grocery for a long time, and then he did. Uh, he got a degree in electronics and did maintenance work for the end of his run there for the last, like, 12, 15 years. Huh. Okay. He ended up He's still alive. He is still alive. You said end of the run, and I just want to make sure that people don't work, think he was End of his working run. He's retired. He is retired. Yeah. Yes. Um... 
Grocery store, what ages are you when he's the manager of the grocery store? I'm from infant till 14, 15. Okay. So was your first job at this grocery store? No. Did you ever do any work at the grocery store? No. I, uh, I worked at a Kroger for a day. <laughs> for your dad or a different Kroger? Different Kroger. Okay. Yeah. What was the kind of thing where you just put your dad's name on the resume and it was like, you're hired? No, no, no. I just did went, your dad get you the job? I went and did it for a day and I was like, this is horrendous. Because <laughs> I'll take us well, to the day. The I'll thing take the, was, take the music out. Jake. The Hold problem on was that that day, that whole time, that Kroger was moving stores uh-huh. from one store to a new bigger store. Uh-huh. And so it was just this crazy amount of work and crazy. Oh, so it wasn't like it wasn't typical. Oh, okay. So, so I was thrown in deep end, deep end. So you're like and boxing it, up cans oh, and to like just, ship to a different store. It and was just, it was just insane. I was like, like, no, serious manual labor. It was gross. I got the fuck out. I manual worked, labor I for one day, one day, and I was like, nope. What are some of the specific things though? Just I remember just just seeing all the product and just facing product for hours. And oh, facing like, product. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> No way, because I'm like I'm like I'm in aisle one of twenty seven. No, and I'm a tenth of the way done with yeah, this aisle. No, 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 no. Was it like are you are you boxing stuff up to move over to the other store? Am I right about that? There was all kind of stuff going on. There was it was it was weird because it was like this this store's closing, but we want everything face nice. <laughs> oh, so it was still open, <laughs> right? Like you're 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 moving it out of the store and it's still open. Yeah, it was like fucking, oh. dude. It was just beyond. It was beyond me. right. It's like it's like, and then a similar thing happened to me. I worked at Toys R Us in California for about eight days, uh-huh. and we had to restack the game wall again. I get in there when it's this bizarre shit happening. Yeah, where this stuff that never would happen happens. Yeah, and I'm like, "Fuck you, no!" <laughs> They're trying to restack. The whole fucking game. You remember when the, the wall they had the wall yeah, games? Yeah. They yeah, don't have yeah. it anymore. No. Right. Because you can't do it anymore. Right. So they figured out, oh, wait, you run out of space on a wall. <laughs> Shelves you can adjust, but a wall, you run out of space. They send they sent this order of like, put all this stuff here and there's no room for it. We were there till 4 a.m. Jesus. And I was like, I'm, thank you. <laughs> I was scheduled till nine. Goodbye forever. <laughs> That was it. You know, I have breaking points. Yeah. I'm surprised that Paul didn't really enjoy this uh, this tedious, long hour, uh, monotonous manual labor job. <laughs> yeah, not no creativity Surprising. whatsoever. I'm Surprising. Surprised. Yeah. I worked in the R Zone for a little Man. bit. That was fun. R Zone? That was their game video game section. Oh, got it. Okay. I felt I felt good twice giving good, solid advice to people. There you go. I gave good, solid advice to input, two people. Input, get input. Uh, and then that was it. I'm I had so two curious. good experiences. Twice I've had to take a personality test to try to get jobs. Yeah, you know, and and uh, both times it made me unhirable at the job that I was trying to get it get in. Yeah, I've told these stories on air. I think you've told personality test stories. I believe so. I don't know. Oh man! So first was a uh, basically it was going to be like a recruiter. My brother it was I moved back from the Virgin Islands. Okay. Oh no! It was before I moved to the Virgin Islands. This is this is really just the tail end of of you wonder where the story goes after I fail at everything. This is this is the fuse is getting real low at this yeah. point. So I have blown all my college money. The TV show didn't work. I'm not in Kevin Smith movies. Right. I'm not doing anything with my life. Uh I've been dropped out of college because that's what I did to, to make the TV show. Yeah. And uh uh low points, you know, not really yeah. working enough and uh asking family for money and that kind of thing. And so my brother who after his his professional basketball career 
feel like he experienced a similar depression. He went into recruiting, and where he okay. still actually works now, he he recruits scientists for scientific companies. But okay. that's not where you start. You know, you start at the bottom rung things, where it's really hard to get people to show up at certain jobs. You know, recruit people to shitty jobs. Oh, right. Are there companies that just recruit for other jobs? Yeah, basically kind of because like yes, okay. So recruiting recruiting is in itself. Many people know about recruiters for like executives. People know about recruiters for all kinds of different types of like uh, crazy high skill jobs. But there, you can start in the lower rungs of recruiting for just like you know meatpacking plants or you know um uh uh amusement parks okay you know, places where just fuck we just get a we bunch just need of people bodies. here we need bodies to get yeah. here and where you hire people who aren't that motivated who are extremely depressed or or, or drug addicted or whatever gotcha. they don't want to get you you basically and basically the job is you you call them every day to make sure they're going to work and Ooh. that's why it's not a, and that's why it's a, it's a job that's Ooh. shipped out to someone Ooh. else right yeah this was the job that i was interviewing for okay and because i could start there and then move up to more if once then once i found a certain skill set or once i showed and growed in the company that i could go into recruiting like my brother became an expert at he knows how to find scientists like he knows how to, he knows he knows how their minds work and how they operate on the internet and he knows you how just to find go them. into the golden tiki and you say <laughs> i need a physicist <laughs> uh it is it's true like he knows how to find guys who can't be found yeah and, and knows how to weed out uh, resumes for the right guys and stuff he's good he's very good He's the Liam Neeson of finding a scientist. He polished up my, he polished up my corporate resume. It was like unbelievable. Yeah. Like it was, and he also was like, let me know what, how I was going to place it on LinkedIn. This is the way you do it, whatever. By the way, I, I did not do that because I got hired at Fifty Shades. So I, if you go to my LinkedIn profile now, it's this shitty one that I haven't updated for six years. Because I was like, oh, I'll just update the one I have now. And Mark was like, you do not touch that one ever again. You will, you'll take a done new with that one. one. You would never go near that one. You don't admit that these two profiles are the same person. That one is yeah. toxic. Um, but uh, uh, so. Anyways, he I have a job. LinkedIn profile yeah. that I made for something. I don't think I ever actually did anything to the profile, but about five times a week I get emails from LinkedIn saying, hey, this person wants to be your contact on LinkedIn. Yeah, I don't even know how to get onto the profile. I, that's it, me too. I'm the same way. <laughs> I have no idea how to access the profile. I have LinkedIn sitting there and I, I never Business go on Business people it. talk to you about this, right? Because like creative people, they can't, they, they don't understand how you don't understand what LinkedIn is and how it works. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a total world, right? Sure. That being in the creative side of things, you just don't touch. No. Yeah. No one goes looking for an actor or a stage manager or a, a, a sound guy mm-hmm. off yeah. of LinkedIn. Nope. Um, but it's the way the rest of the corporate world works. Sure. Um, so. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't trying to convince you to join it, Paul. I was. Just I, I joined you know. it. I don't know how to get back on it. <laughs> Fuck if I know what my password is. I have to change that shit around again. Dance through hoops. I don't even know my my shit. Probably says something like, "We'll lick toilets." I don't even fucking know. Will you? I, we no. gotta add that to the Patreon. No, we Anyways. are gonna put a Patreon up there about uh watching Paul uh, watch a baseball game. Nope, this is it. So that would have to be crazy money. <laughs> I'm behind on rent. Take my eyes out. I'm you know not working enough of the job that I have, uh, which was the managing a, a humidor. Uh, oh, right. attached to a steakhouse kind of thing. And, uh, you know... Uh, Newsflash, humidors don't require a whole lot of management. Uh, this one was the second largest walk-in humidor in New Jersey. This is the one where you would People take time to measure those You things. wouldn't sell all the Cuban cigars at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you listen to episode 200. <laughs> I forgot about that. Classic. So... Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I gussy myself up. I get myself into, you know, whatever suit I wore at grad- high school graduation. Good, uh, good. Uh, uh, took, took permanent black marker to the scuffs on my black shoes. Good. Went in all look all gussied up. Uh, clean shaven. 
And uh, I remember telling my friends, because they're like, my brother was like, listen, this job used to pay 40 grand, but now it pays 60 grand. And to do that, they put this company, other company put together this personality test or whatever, but you just fly through the test and it just helps. It just, it's just, it's just to weed out people who would, who would quit. Just, just know that. Okay, cool. And my friends were like, you're not, you're going to go work where? It's like this recruiting thing at the corporate. I'm going to tell people to go to work and stuff. And uh, I don't know, it pays really well and I could get out of debt and it's uh, time to grow up. And even if I suck at it, I could probably just, you know, pay all my debts off in like six months, you know, and then, right. uh, and then be done with it. You know? Good, good. A fine, a fine plan. I'm fine. You know, even if I just do it for six months, I just get out. I get, no, it's I, good. It's fine. I, I get, get out. Get I, get, get out. I, get, I can push the reset button on my life. Yeah. So I go through the interview, crush it. I'm an outgoing guy. Sure. And uh, I can I can I can table my depression for short bouts. You, you can know. talk to people. I can talk to people. I can talk to people. I'm a, I'm a smart talker. Yeah. I'm a former student later. Right. <laughs> and the first interview goes so well. They're like, listen, I want to make sure you go through the second interview before lunch because I want to get you started right away. All so right. I'm going to find this guy right now and make sure that I get you interview before he leaves. Oh. So I go there. This and- is the test guy. It, well, he's he's after the test is after. So I talk to the second guy, and the second guy is just like, great. You reckon by your brother. Your brother's great here. You do great. This guy loves you. I love you. I'm not even going to bother. Take the time. Just take the freaking personality test and we'll get you started on Monday. <laughs> I take the test. Yeah. Have you I've taken a, a swerve coming. Have you taken a personality test before? Uh, it's been a while. They just tell you it's weird things, right? Yeah. And they ask, like, they yeah, ask you strange questions. They ask you strange questions and then everything's being measured by how and the pace at which you answer them. So right. I like to ride on a train. I like to ride on a bike. You know, I like to spend time by myself. I like to spend time at parties. I like to go to the movies by myself. And like, and these questions pop up in different things. So like, it'll be the train and bike question again, but it'll be in a different order mm-hmm. or it'll be phrased slightly differently. Uh, you know, there's all these weird things where you, you answer basically like 400 weird questions over like a, like a 30 minute span. Yep. And uh, I take the test and they like, great. And they have me start filling up my paperwork to get started on the thing. And then all of a sudden, my first interviewer just goes like, uh, Matt, you want to come with me in the office real quick? And uh, he's down with me, and he just, like, most, like, weird frustration look on his face. Yeah. And he goes, I, I can't hire you. And I was like, what? He's like, I, I can't hire you. We want to hire you. Everyone wants to hire you here. But the whole reason why we started this program is that we get up the pay and the benefits and blah, blah, blah. And we do that. Like, we had to make sure we weed out certain people, and you fit the profile. I got to tell you, this is so strange. You're perfect in every category except creativity. And I said, what? whoa. And he goes, your creativity is off the charts. You te- your creativity scores are way above the normal person that what comes in take. <laughs> and you fit the profile of someone who'd be good at this job, but would quit after six months. <laughs> Which is oh. what you had planned on. <laughs> the exact words. Yep. Yeah. Totally yep. There you go. <laughs> I would buckle and suffer for six months and quit. That's how we go, baby. And I got busted for it. That's how we go. I'm so curious how you would test on these on these. Oh, I'm things. sure it'd be awful. I'm doing one now. <laughs> Are you really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Should we finish up scoop mail? We can't now because you you you. It, it matters how you time how you answer. I don't think time. this one. I don't think this one matters for oh, time. Okay. These yeah. are for like machines. You know, like some company did a really good job figuring those yeah. things out. No, that's that's yeah. a, a well put together <laughs> test if, that, if they came up with that. Ugh. The second time I went in for one, I I was just it was the Hollywood video. Rental video uh, near my my big party house. Had you do one there, right? That's the thing. It's like like, you do a personality test to work in Hollywood video. I was working at a Tierney's Tavern. This lets you know the salesman on that end on the on the personality test guys. The salesman on the personality people 
basically that that sales job if they sold hollywood video it's a chain that's a big account right yeah it is and they're just basically it's, it's a it's a great pitch right you walk in you say listen this is the people who you have you you, you have this many people quitting this often because you keep hiring the wrong people for this we're going to help figure it out together and you you up this salary you pay us this and then uh we'll make sure no one quits on you because the cost of training this will, oh, this will ensure that you get worker drones yeah the cost of training <laughs> is more true. expensive yeah, yeah. than, uh, you know, you'd rather have someone not quit on you. Yep. Pay them an extra dollar an hour oh, and they boy. won't quit. So, uh, yeah, I was very surprised to, to walk into Hollywood video, ask for a job and have them say, I need to take a personality test. Cause I was and like, did, did you go, did this you was go, after, go? this was, yeah, this was after the real, I was, I was gonna say, did, you, did you realize like, well, this is, I'm not going to get this job. And the whole thing was, was that like, I, uh, uh, Did you try and fudge it? Did you change your personality answers? Correct. Yeah, because it's still fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Because they they, they they plan for that. I guess is the other way. I guess it's probably the other way. Uh, you yeah. should answer it n- normally, and they've been like, "You're the type that thinks you're going to be a movie star by working a blockbuster." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <'Cause laughs> You'll work here forever. I was already working. You're the bar. part of the Hollywood machine. I was working at the bar two or three times a week, and I basically was like, "I wanted another job." That will stop me from spending the money I make bartending. <laughs> I was like, I need something else to take up time. This is how much. This is what happens in your twenties when you have no responsibility. Right. I was like, I basically was like, I want a second job that had some kind of fringe benefit. Yeah. So I applied at a movie theater because I thought I want to see movies for free. Sure. They, they didn't get hired there. No. Nope. And then I went to Hollywood Video, and and I literally I dumbed down my resume. Uh-huh. And uh, and I was and they were still were like, you don't want management. After I took my personality test, I was like, no. I just want to work here. I want Hilarious. I want free videos. And they're like, no. I just want to work. I just want to work like three times a week and then be able to take home free movies. That's all I wanted. Uh, no. And so I end up at Starbucks. No personality test there at Starbucks. There you go. There and you I, go. And because I, everybody's personality is the same once you're on enough coffee. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. That's where I realized I'd rather deal with an alcoholic than a caffeine addict. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Change Drunks everything. are so much nicer to deal with than people I'll in the morning who bet. need their coffee. That's yeah. specifically very true. Done. No contest. Who, who were recently drunk? Jacob, what do you do? What, what, first of all, what personality test are you taking right now? Uh, the first one that came up when I searched for personality tests. <laughs> okay. What side are you on so listeners can, partic- can partake? That, that's making you an extrovert or introvert, though, isn't 16personalities.com. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so I think this is what kind of personality I have if is I that, were a 16-year-old girl. Is that Or, or, that's, or that's run by Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. I think, that's, I think that's Shirley MacLaine's website. Sybil.com. Exactly. The que- here's the question that I have right now. To make it, a timely it, reference. I have... Uh, that's very timely. The, each, each question... Sybil, everybody. Go see it. So each question Sally is... Sally Prime. So good. So good. So each question is either relevant. agree or disagree. There's okay. still a lot of mental health issues in this country. And there are three... So I can either strongly agree agree or only kind of agree okay. and then the same on the disagree side so i have three three degrees of either agreeing or can disagreeing. you kind of strongly agree <laughs> sure so my next question here that's is that's what i'd answer everything i kind of strongly agree and that, that right away is why i want to make sure you kind of take it. yeah <laughs> so all the questions i'll tell you this when i when i was at uh governor's college program yeah they did administer a introvert extrovert oh okay test and I scored one point into extrovert. I was gu- that's I was gonna guess. I bet you end up coming up right down the middle. One point into yeah. extrovert. Yeah, I am right there because you would score huge points on both sides. Yes, because you have no fear of public speaking. None. You have no problem getting up in front of crowds. No worries. But the idea that if you go to a party, 
It, it, it better be a real good party. Better be a real good party. You you just talked about how you wanted a house to keep it from going in your actual house. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love it. Uh, I love hanging with people. I do. I, yeah. I used to hold a lot of parties. Yeah. When I was a solo dude with my own apartment. Han Solo dude? I was the, it was the hang. There it is. <laughs> it was the hang. We had late night milkshake and, and uh, golden eye parties. Oh, it was the best. So all these questions on this test so far have been pretty pretty good questions. I, I like I like where they're going. But then I get to this one that is uh, you oh, enjoy going sex. to social events oh. that involve dress up or role play activities. And when have you known me to dress up of, as a character do you and, kind and of go strongly to a party? Agree? I kindly strongly disagree. <laughs> you go you work at Absinthe every night. That's that's exactly what you're doing. I don't dress up and role play as a character. Oh, I think you're you're pretending to be a sound guy. So wait a second. You're pretending to be a sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend to turn your mic off. <laughs> Uh, what do you, do you strongly disagree then, Jacob? Yeah, I strongly disagree. Does it keep going? How many more questions it got? Uh, I don't know. Man, it's like gonna be a 400 question thing. Yeah, I don't think it's that long. It's it it only took a few minutes. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. I don't have to keep. I'm not. Do, I don't have to keep doing it. I keep we'll, waiting to restart scoop mail. We'll get back to the this next episode. All right. I, yeah, I'm curious to go through the questions out we'll loud. We'll get your results next episode. No, we're not going through all these questions out loud. There are a lot of questions up there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this this was um the two ball screwball. Uh, I just had a brilliant plan on how all the scoops can get into Fifty Shades absolutely free. <laughs> A plan so incredibly fantastic that Hannibal himself would be jealous of how well it came together. All you have to do is have all the scoops show up to the theater dressed in black. <laughs> That's it. The beauty of this plan is its simplicity. But if you want a little added insurance, have someone outside the theater waiting to hand out ladders to everyone. Perfect. Of course, then you run the risk of a lack of ladder storage once inside, but there you have it. So what do you think? Sincerely fucking you in the face while you look at me, or don't. Two ball, screw ball. A ladder party. Did you see the preview for the new Fifty Shades movie? I did. Jamie Dormer's got a little, uh, little, little more facial hair going on, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. I fit even more into the role. <laughs> people are gonna think you're twins by the end of this. I'm telling this trilogy. you, people are like, I'm pretty sure it's the guy from the movie. <laughs> I'm not 100, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> They say the camera trims off 50 pounds. That's what it is. <laughs> they, they use that skinny lens. <laughs> Look at that Paul Abdul it's video. That's exactly what I was thinking. Where she looks so so clearly distorted. All the dancers look like fucking Ethiopian stick men. It's really and unfair. She looks <laughs> it's so unfair. It's so unfair that she's famous for using a lens that made her look thin on camera, but it was terrible. <laughs> it was so funny. Paula baloney. Abdul, which most of our listeners probably know from American Idol, but she used to be a pop star. And uh, Promise of a New Day, if anybody's looking. That's the name of the song. Yes, like, it's she's Promise dancing of a... out in some kind of green jungle. <laughs> in the jungle. It's Promise of a New Day. Just look it up. Promise of a New Day. And it's the first like experimenting with, I guess, the kind of a lens to make you look thin on camera. <laughs> And uh, she looks like a silly putty stretched version of herself. It's really weird. It's so dumb. It's so poorly done. Yeah. <laughs> First, she dan danced with an animated cat. She's I a, she's love real... MC Scat Cat. Yeah. I mean, Scat Cat. Come on. I'm MC Cat. I'm on the mic, so something. <laughs> Nothing in common. That's us. I'm like a minus. She's like a plus. One going up, one going down. But we seem to land on common ground. That's it? Yeah. Yep. You know what's up. I'm kicking it with Paul Abdul. <laughs>
Yeah. That's right. I just with my homegirl a cartoon. My homegirl Paul Abdul. Yeah, my homegirl Paul Abdul. Oh boy. That was like that was before rap was was so tough that like you wouldn't dare sprinkle that into. That was Paul when Abdul they still song. put rap in songs like "Hey, rippity rap, <laughs> rippity rip 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 that tastic." <laughs> <laughs> like they would have had an actual rapper do it. I know. Now, like, but then it was like, hey, yeah. let's do a cat. Let's do an <laughs> you MC would cat. Actually, have a real rapper do yeah. it. Let's, let's, let's make a cartoon cat. No, but then the '90s went through a bad phase where white the singers themselves did their own white boy rap in the middle of oh, stuff. Buddy. You know, yeah. The '90s bands well, always had because Bobby it was instant, Brown. It was instant applause. Bobby like if you Brown. Ever saw a band live? And they're playing like, we don't love you, but we love you, we love you. Girl, you know I love you because you know it's true. You know I'm going to get with you like you know I do. And like then everyone would be like, wow, white uh, guy rapping in his own song. Uh, it was like instant applause break every that's time. It's all new kids. It was so arbitrary. That's just new kids. Oh. Who else did that? Backstreet Side Boys. Coloring Bad. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, all you're those right. Guys. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch any of that. That was. Yeah. See, I was done with television at that yeah. point. 311. No, not 311. 311. 411. What's no, the name of the band? They're called 311. Oh, 311. But did they do rap? They kind of had like a rap element. They to had them. their, yeah. yeah. They sort of, they allowed Linkin Park to happen. Yes. I blame them for Linkin Park. They're the gateway Park. drug to Linkin Park. <laughs> they are. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's all their yeah. fault. Linkin Park. The poor man's limp biscuit. <laughs> you just pissed off a lot of people right there. I don't there. give a fuck. I hate I hate both those bands with the intensity of a thousand suns. They can both do nothing for me but eat shit. How's your personality test, Jacob? Uh, I have a result. Oh Jesus! My personality type is executive. Oh. Whatever that means. This is the second worst thing to happen since Jacob got his Modoc chair. I'm, my my personality is going to be business class. Business. <laughs> Mine's going to be stewardess. <laughs> so I am I am seventy one percent extroverted. No shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Surprise. First off, no. Like you're a hundred percent extroverted. If there's any, you and your wife are the most extroverted people I know. Pretty extroverted. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know where the other uh, where the other twenty nine percent went. Do you? Like, the other twenty nine percent is in the bottom of a bottle. Honest, Jacob. Honestly, Jacob, it's in the you, bottom of a bottle. Do, 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 do you have? Is there a voice that goes off? Because I'm sure everyone does to some point. This is one of those truthism questions. Okay. But like, do you often think like ah, I also need a little quiet time. I also need a little oh, time sure. to myself. Oh okay. sure. So you got that going on. Oh yeah. And I, I don't mind being by myself either. I, right. Like there, there are plenty of times that I enjoy being by myself. I like going to see movies by myself. I don't yeah. mi- like. I will go into a restaurant and have a meal by myself. I miss it. I used to go to movies by myself all the time. It's the way I preferred to see movies is by yeah. myself because I hated hearing other people talk about something I saw before I had a chance to process what I thought. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, the, well, I had a good experience. My wife I saw hates me going to movies by myself. I, I saw mm. um, don't think twice by myself. Right. Okay. Which I enjoyed that, but it was too early in the morning for me to really enjoy it. And then so you uh, fell asleep during it. No, but then the one I the hot no, dogs weren't ready. I did not fall asleep. The uh, well, the hot dogs were ready. The last <laughs> they movie were still I ready can from remember the night before. <laughs> going by myself to see was fucking Pacific Rim, and I hated that so much. <laughs> oh, you hated Pacific Rim, and I had to, and I stayed the whole time. That's so ruined could, Paul for so seeing movies by himself. It kind of it kind of did. As a podcaster, you're responsible for you have to stay to the end of those things. Then uh, yeah, well, yeah. as a podcast, out. I have to see a lot of shit. That's yeah. the thing, well, especially for Geek Squad. I didn't see I didn't see Suicide Squad. But I did go see Batman v Superman. Right. Mer. Listeners feel like the listeners certainly believe that you have a responsibility to see all those movies to make sure you talk about them. To a point, if I'm gonna talk shit, but I talk. They know me. I talk shit about everything. Yeah. I hate everything, especially things that he doesn't know about. 
Yeah. They know me. I hate everything. I hate everything, and especially the ones I haven't seen. Yes. And yep. and Jeff gives me no end of shit, and I'm like, I don't care. But I tell you, I, the, a big sticking point between he and I is uh, the fucking Stargate series. Oh, yeah? Okay. You hate Stargate. Oh, my God. I've been, I've been watching some. While I've been putting on for my sleep yeah. stuff. Wow. Terrible? Wow. <laughs> the guy that got the fake James Spader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened, dude? What happened to they're, you? Because that has a cult following, right? There, people want that, oh, that show yes. back, right? People, want people that. love that There's show. There's several versions of it. Like my dad really likes Stargate Atlantis, which I guess is better yeah. than Stargate. SG1. Oh, wait, I thought that was the only one. No, there's a bunch. There's oh, okay. SG One. There's Stargate Atlantis. There's like Stargate Conundrum. There's, there you go. There's so Stargate. That's, that's you know where Jacob and I are on the Stargate yeah. series. Yeah, that's right there. I thought there was one. No, I, thought I, thought was one. I thought it was the I thought Atlantis one. There was one, one movie, one TV show. There's a yeah. couple. No, With MacGyver. No, there's exactly. A, yeah, he's in most of them, but not okay. all of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll only see things with MacGyver in it. Yeah. Um, but MacGyver's in the Atlantis one, right? Stargate is one of those movies where, like, okay. back in the day, you could have a preview come out that was so compelling from a science fiction perspective that you just knew you had to see it. Right. Stargate was one of them. Yeah. Stargate, they just showed the actual Stargate Such a fire up and film. you were like, we oh, what's go. this? And to this day, I, I only remember the first half hour of that movie and I can't tell you the, the rest of the movie. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And uh, it had a lot of potential. I don't know if there'll ever be a preview like Independence Day. Yeah, right. That you can't even they, describe Well, because they, they changed it. Yeah. That's, do you know that? No. Yeah. When we first saw that preview, yeah, we saw a clear still shot of the White House exploding. Yes. Yeah, we did. They changed that within a month. They put a helicopter flying in front of the action, uh-huh. and they kind of pulled back a little bit so it wasn't as intense. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they really changed that up. Was and that a in- September 11th thing? No. No. No, it that was became well way before September. It was earlier than that, but it was a kind of a. Oh yeah, because there's a. There's it was a, a politically kind of like. Whoa, that's I think a little... there's a shot in that movie of the twin towers actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they get blown up, but I, no, there, was, no. there was a shot in the. Twin but the towers. thing was like when that preview came out, it's really hard. It's like it's like before the Matrix but it was very did their intense. style of movie violence. You yes. can't describe to people now what movies violence was like before the Matrix. Yeah, and then yeah. what the impact it had on on uh, on people's brains. Yeah, just was like holy shit. But the 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 preview for Independence Day came out. Anyone who first saw it just turned to whoever was around them and was like, "Whoa, we're going to see that!" Yeah, it just was like sold. Yeah, yeah. there's just there was no way people weren't going to go and see I, Independence Day. God, what a terrible film. We will not go blindly uh, into the night. We will not go without a fight. What a piece of shit. We just, will live on. Just dude, a, we guy, will survive. The guy from Spaceballs is president. Come it's on, such garbage. That it's whole great. Fucking, no. Oh, I love that movie. Maybe you want to barf. Randy Quaid, pre-crazy Randy Quaid. I hated it all. <laughs> or possibly during crazy Randy Quaid. We, we, we don't know. The yeah. only... yeah. Then he was cast as an alcoholic who would do dumb things. Who knew? <laughs> I think that was the same summer as Batman and Robin or close to it. Oh, God. And that was the only other time I can remember just being completely... You're right. That summer was like, I'm growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess I'm growing up. Right. Like it or not. Because I really want to see... As a kid, you really want to see a movie, you see it, and you love it. You're like, what That's the it. fuck? Yeah, but... Jeez. Yeah. yeah. But as kids, like, I remember going as a kid. Yeah. We had a small theater in Richmond, which was awesome. And yeah. me and Colin, Kevin, and Hawk would all go on Saturday afternoons and go watch. We got to go see Dis- Disorderlies, mm-hmm. the Fat Boys oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking great. Yes. That was great. Going as a kid to go see a movie kind of by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so we, exciting. We went to see Beetlejuice that way. Yep. Beetlejuice, 
forever holds a huge spot in my heart. Totally. As far as like one of the best movie going experiences of my life. I definitely, as a kid, Michael Keaton was my favorite actor. Yeah. Well, you didn't know what to expect with Beetlejuice. And it was, and every minute of that movie is like, what the fuck is happening? I really like the idea of being funny, but I also like the idea of being thought of as crazy. Yeah. And was, Michael Keaton had there that. There you go. He's got it. So Independence Day came out in 96. Yeah. 96 was a good year for movies. We have Independence Day, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Twister, Scream, Space Jam, Fargo. Wait a minute. No, From it did Dusk not. Till Dawn. Really? Yes. Mission Impossible? Yep. Uh, was the a same Time to Kill, as... no. Rock, I... Mars Attacks, my memory... Ransom. My, my memory feels so much. No, 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 no. You've got it wrong. That, that does not, that's not the year it came out. It's not. It can't be. It is. 96? Yes. The internet is never wrong. Holy crap. It must have come out early yeah like january i don't know no it, i think it was it, it, it was, was summer, summer right movie, yeah. happy gilmore the cable guy by the way i saw all the everything you just said i saw in the theaters the ghost in the darkness oh that was a good movie oh that was good uh tin cup escape from la Dragonheart. Dragonheart. broken arrow eraser Eraser's pretty fun. The People versus Larry Flint. Oh, that's a great one. So you know, like I uh, and the best D three, the Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, yeah. So my uh, my my. Uh, okay, they weren't all they weren't all hits. Strip tease. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Fucking strip tease. You know, socially, I I I I I, I guess my 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 personality test, I would be test very uh, extroverted. Uh-huh. Yes. I never said no to uh, any social outing. Right. If if I want to go, it sounds fun. Let's hang. Sure. So four different groups of friends invited me to go see Ransom. Okay. And so I said yes every times. time. I saw Ransom in the theaters four different times. <laughs> Just because uh, the first time I saw it, I loved it. And, the second, and by the fourth time, it was comedic to me. Okay. There yeah. you go. Give me back my son. And then Delroy Lindau. That fucking movie. Oh, Delroy Lindau's the FBI agent. What exactly did your husband tell you about Jackie Brown? <laughs> so, uh, uh, so crazy. Do you want to hear the rest of my personality test, by the way? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, my energy is observant, but ah. just barely overintuitive. Fifty-three percent observant compared to forty-seven percent intuitive. Uh, I don't really I'm, know what that means. I'm challenging that ranking right there. Yeah, I, I don't really know what that means. For the guy who didn't edit out uh, the Rainbow Connection. Yeah, <laughs> I did know. Which was clipped <laughs> now, guys. So those of you who got to listen, you got a free little. You got clip. a little taste. Yep. Never again. Everybody else that know what we're talking about, <laughs> which is good pod. Uh, my nature is I am more of a thinking person than a feeling person. 73% thinking. Yeah, I, that, that, I'm, I'm cool with this test there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm perfectly, I'm in, I'm in agreement there. Because if you were in your feelings person, you'd want to go to that costume party. Exactly. Tactics, uh, I am uh, 33% uh, prospecting and 67% judging. I do a lot of judging. No shit. That's, that's true. <laughs> and my identity is uh, 67% assertive. I'm an, I'm an assertive person. Okay. This is what's going to happen. I don't disagree with that test. I, no. don't, I don't disagree with anything there. No, as a matter of fact, this is what's going to happen. We're going to we're gonna finish up this episode. <laughs> Paul Madding is going to take that same exact test. Yeah. And we're going to discuss the results of the opening of the next episode. Uh, I like it. Okay. This is, this is going to be something. <laughs> I can tell you it's going to be very different. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. I'm so curious about it. Very different. In the meantime, though, it's time for a little Jock versus Nerd. Yeah. What are you doing, Jacob? Chopper's his nerd. Get out of here! Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> It never Explosion. gets any easier. Oh, I love it. Explosion. I love it. From Father McScoop. 
Good morning from the mid-Atlantic coast, you urethra-licking sacks of jelly belly jizz. (laughs) (laughs) That is complicated. Oh, boy. (laughs) I've been a scoop for over a year now, and your show gets me to and from my work at a Catholic school. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Apologies in advance. This may not sound like a big deal, except for the fact that I am an atheist, and I am constantly frustrated by the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church, but must hold my tongue because it's a job, and I enjoy having a roof over my head, food in my belly, and a a tussin' in my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the other thing about the, 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 when, when someone of faith goes a little like, well... God doesn't always answer your prayers the way you want. <laughs> How about God give me a fucking raise? They look at <laughs> they look at you like you've been an atheist your whole life. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like that conversation is done. Whereas, like, no, I was a fucking straight up believer until I was fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. Sure, and and a spiritual believer until I was twenty something years old, mm-hmm. and then a crystal believer, and a crystal believer to, for life. It's in my butt. I'm suitcasing yeah, it right crystals. now. How do you think I'm? How, why do you, why do you think there's so much love energy coming? It's, that's why, a, that's why your armpits smell so good. That's right. This is fucking exactly what I was thinking. This is the fucking wiping that shit in your armpits. How gross can you get? What are you uh, doing? Get your crystals hey, out of your pits. How does your battery on uh, your watch work? Pit oh, so, crystals. Uh, uh, pit so, crystals. Pit crystals. Um. I did that too. I was a condescending spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I, I've lived the thing that you're doing. It's not that I haven't explored it. I have explored it. Mm-hmm. So that's what really bothers me. Yeah. All right. End of rant. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Enough about me and my big dick. On to the questions. Wait a minute. We weren't done? Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Both sets of questions are uh, quite gray when it comes to Jock versus Nerd. <laughs> I love the non sequitur of enough of me, about me and my big dick. <laughs> even if there was a sequitur that I wasn't paying attention to, it's even funnier just to throw that in there. Yep. First off, Matt, that's a good one. I will name a wrestler. Okay. And you must name the other sport that they excelled in. Oh. I will give you a hint. This is a jock question for a jock. This is. I will give you a hint. Not all of them played football. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a good hint. All right. Uh, Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Diesel, and Chet Lemon. Or Limon, depending on how that's pronounced. They both uh, are the same. It's one person. One person. Or maybe it's two people. Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Chet Lemon. Uh, they I, drew, I don't know if that's the same person or they not. They drove uh, race cars. Incorrect. Okay. Paul, do you know? Oh, he's so big. Um, I don't know what sport he played, but maybe basketball. Is he so is he tall. like big, big or no, tall, tall, big. tall? I mean, he's both. But he's, is he big, big or is he tall, tall? I go with tall. I go <laughs> the with most articulate podcast. Basketball. Absolutely. Basketball. It is basketball. Yeah, he's actually, he's so tall. It's got to be basketball. Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, uh, he was a professional bocce player in Italy. That's correct. You bocce dead. No, no, answer. no, no. He played. Uh, he played uh, baseball. He did. He did play baseball. Yeah. Uh, Ron Simmons, aka. I only know that from this podcast. Do you? Do you? You ever seen the documentary on that? No. It's great. He got so mad playing baseball because he was good, but he wasn't. He couldn't great. quite. Yeah, yeah. And oh, he was yeah. just so frustrated. One day, he just took all his bats and broke them against the tree and just kept wrestling from then on. Out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's amazing. He was just like, fuck this baseball shit. I'm breaking all these bets and I'm going to wrestle. Oh, yeah. They're going to stop me wrestling. No way. Because they were going to make me only wrestle. They didn't want me to wrestle while I was playing the baseball at the same time. They had rules against it. Couldn't oh, interesting. That is yeah, interesting. I couldn't do yeah. both. I couldn't do both. But I mean, I said, that makes sense now. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course, you know. And then. But now, fuck <laughs> that. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Breaking these bets. <laughs> Boom. Ron, Ron Simmons, a.k.a. 
Farouk. Then George the Animal Steel came Farouk. in ate those bats. Get that guy out of here with his hair chest. What's the matter with his green tongue? It took a hairy deadly worker and made him crazy. <laughs> he was a gym teacher. Yeah, totally. No doubt. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. Uh, I have that action figure. That's one of my favorite action figures. Does it have fuzz on it? Or he's, is it drawn he's on? He's just drawn on. Oh. He's not like uh, Moss Man style. Yeah, yeah. But he's, but, he's, and he, but he's got his tongue out all green. Yeah, so yeah. Great. It's great. So he just ate like a green slushy and put his deli yeah, counter put a apron little, down. Just and, drop a food color ground yeah. there before he go out to the thing. Yeah, there you go. I love you. Anybody who's worked hard on wrestling bit like hates George the Animal Steel. I don't think so. No, I'm joking. He, but, I'm, but I mean, maybe. I mean, the guy was an old, he was just an old, weird looking hairy dude. He's a worker, man. And so they called him the animal, and he just put food dye on. Whoa, and and he'd I'm eat crazy. It, he'd eat, he'd a eat turnbuckle. the turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> he'd yeah. Eat popcorn at the turnbuckle. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, like, if you're, tra- if you've done, like, you know, like, uh, like, like weird blood matches and stuff like that, and you're like, God oh. damn it, I could have just been eating a turnbuckle. And I would have been considered crazier than the shit I'm doing right My now. My head is all scarred up. <laughs> Simplicity's in the genius, my friend. Death, true, death, true. Dutty Rose, no, Dutty Rose got a whole lot of scars on his face, baby. So <laughs> oh. no, I was blading, blading like a madman, but I could have just ate a turnbuckle. <laughs> Would have been saved me a whole lot of meth. All Whoa. right, who we got? Ron Simmons, aka Farouk. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Oh, uh, he actually uh, was part of the uh, anal badminton club. Uh, that were... is a rare and a mostly unknown fact, but correct. Yeah, yeah. He could. He, he, you play badminton, but with I the got a phone call butt. coming in from California. You want me to take it? <laughs> it's got to be an advertisement. Yeah, you want to take it? it? Here I'll we go. I'll the call. Hold Put on. on speaker. Or it's a uh, a tax a tax fraud thing. Hello. Fuck you, Robocall. No, I couldn't even get a human on there. Lending Club. Now Lending Way Club out. got a free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lending Club. Now all of our listeners are going to be running to Lending Club. That's right. This is Thomas calling you from Lending Club. I am Thomas. I am not a robot. <laughs> Please. Everyone says I'm a robot before they hang up on me, and but I do I'm, not appreciate no. it. You can just hang up on me like you would someone else. What happened? I was just <laughs> learning to feel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now all I only know is sad. <laughs> So Ron Simmons, Matt. <laughs> oh, uh, he was a uh, he was a uh, dirt track biker. Oh, so close. He also played football. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark Henry, aka Sexual Chocolate. I actually know this one. Uh, football. No, weightlifter. He was in the Olympics for weightlifting. Okay. He's the world's strongest man. Oh, and I know this one too. Ken Shamrock. I'm over, right? We're just no. Just you got one. Clear. Oh, I did get one. Yeah, you got oh, baseball yeah, for Macho Man. Yeah. What's the last one? Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Ken Come on, you know Shamrock. this one. UFC. UFC, mixed martial arts. That's he correct. Early. Yeah. Way before they started. Was, oh, by the a, five. He was the first Poor, to have like a dojo, right? He, yeah. He was the first one to have. Poor, well, not the first one. Uh, the Lions Den. Yeah, he had, a, he, had a do, he, had a, he had a collection of folks that were. CM Punk did not have the best go of it. Oh, in his he did book. not. He got choked the fuck out. Oh, he got whipped. man. And but, Dana White's already saying that he shouldn't do his, his, his next fight. Well, he's already laughing all the way to the bank. That's all I got to say. He did make five. Uh, CM Punk, the loser in that fight, made five hundred thousand uh, dollars. The other guy whose name I don't remember, which should tell you something, who won the fight in like thirty seconds. Uh, no, made, it was uh, two minutes. But was still. It, okay, it felt he, like thirty he, seconds. He won in thirty seconds. It took two minutes. To, it's true, you're right yeah. on that. Yeah, uh, he did, he I think did, he made thirty grand. He gave him a little bit. Of play. He did. Oh, what, that's crazy. Randy Couture talked about this uh, when we we. we we interviewed him. Yes, on uh, uh, one of your um, tarot lounge. Tarot lounge bits. It wasn't mine. It was it, no, it was the monkey thing. Yeah, yeah. executive monkey. Executive monkeys. 
Uh, but he did. He said that like there's moves you. He did a move on. Um, I forget who he wrestled. He wrestled a former football player or something yeah. like that who came in. And he's and the move that that guy did is a move that like if you are in trained in mixed martial arts, you would it would not work. Like the way you oh, came yeah. in straight and just grabbed and went for it. Right. It's something that like there's it's like one of the first things you learn when right. you train to fight. Which is exactly do. what yeah. CM Punk did. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of run, and he had his feet up in the grill and yeah, stuff. I was yeah. like, no, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate. It did not but, go well for him. But I respect the hell out of him for going for it. Uh, I, sure. Uh, and he put in a lot of training. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, CM Punk's thirty-eight, I think. He's up yeah. There. He's pushing forty. So like he's our age. Yeah. No. Ugh. You're gonna die. No, thank you. No yeah. way. No. Oh my god. Yeah. No. All right. Go, so Matt was two for five. Teenager, right? Kill me now. Go the other way. Go to professional wrestling from. Yeah, right. UFC fighting. Yeah, it's a shame. He, I really enjoyed him as a wrestler. If if McGregor turned WWE, yeah, he would instantly be a hugely popular wrestler. He would be, He'd be a huge star. Yep, I'm sure he could make more money than he would trying to be a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. I would think so. He, he, he'd be a star over there. It'd be it'd be it'd be great. I'm already I'm, I'm working on it right now. <laughs> call keep, keep talking to his people. Call McGregor. Hello, Colin, calling Connor McGregor. Hello, uh, Connor. Yeah, of hey. course it's me. <laughs> hey, okay, uh, Matt Donnelly here from the. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, what, what's going on? Uh, listen, what's the crack? Uh, the wrestling. Uh, I know now you've... fuck those WWE wankers. Why? Now, why would you say that, Connor? Fuck them. I'm better. And with exactly, you'd be clearly a huge star better. Of... I'm a fighter. Yes. No yeah. one can fucking touch me and my tattooed abs. No, nobody doubts your tattooed abs. Fuck them. Ta- nobody doubts your tattooed abs. All Connor. right. Okay. So, what's our deal? What are we talking about then? I want you to think about money. What are we even talking about? I want you to think about family. I'm always I want thinking you to think about of... money. Money's always on my mind. No, I know that, right? So, you're going to make more money in the WWE oh. than you are. Hold on. You're going to make you... more money than from the. So you win or, you win or lose your next fight, we're gonna give you. You're gonna get maybe two, possibly three more title bouts in your career. UFC. True, true, probably three or four, maybe. I don't know. I want to retire undefeated. But you, no, you're already defeated, Connor. No, Connor, you already have losses. We can get that erased, <laughs> expunged. You want to get your losses expunged from the UFC? Right. You famously already lost. That's why your big rematch was so popular. So good, and I beat his ass. Yeah. Well, you won by decision. That's right. Uh, but uh, I'm the decider. <laughs> that's right. So. Uh, in the WWE, probably we're talking like so many more matches, so many more years. Wait, of making a money. lot more work then. Oh yeah, Connor. Now we know who's portraying you. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go do more fights for more money. Yes, that's not more money. <laughs> no, I think even your average per fight would probably be more. It had to be a lot more for Connor McGregor to do it then. All right, as I like my downtime. <laughs> oh, yes. McGregor, I like love my downtime. Well, uh, what do you like to do with your downtime, Connor? Snacks and a lazy boy. <laughs> okay, I, I, I doubt that's true. I get no, I do. I got a real nice lazy boy that I crank back, and I got flavored popcorn. What that's kind of, my jam. What's your <laughs> that's what your flavor? Jam. What's your flavor? What's your jam jam? Onion. Onion popcorn? Onion popcorn. Oh, God. That's unbearable. What do you mean it's unbearable? It's <laughs> to, great. To, you breathe on people It's an after Irish that. tradition, onion popcorn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're... Okay. All right. All when okay. Uh, when Irish eyes are crying, <laughs> that's because they're eating onion popcorn. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, well, uh, thank you, Connor. I would say... Well, I'm not Irish, though. I'm, I'm Scottish, I right? I think... I'm unsure, but I'm almost positive Probably you're Scottish. Probably Scottish. <laughs> 
I should have remembered. <laughs> I'm punched in the head too much. Ah, well, oh, it uh, happens. Well, so I'm, so I don't want more fights, more punches in the head. We'll see. I you. keep forgetting movies. I get movies confused. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it. We'll probably see you later on for the Limericks. Okay, I don't Connor? know if I saw a movie or not. I'm like, oh. And I go see it. And I'm like, oh, I think I saw this, but I'm not sure. I couldn't be sure. Oh, it's terrible. I spent at least three times I went and saw that. Uh, that that uh, Ransom? No. What's that one with Liam Neeson? Oh. Taken. Taken. Because everyone's so similar. Yeah. And I saw the third one. I was like, I think I saw this already. <laughs> But I didn't know for sure. Ugh, I went and saw it two more times to make certain I was, and I still don't know. Okay. I still can't tell you for sure if I saw it. All I want to do is move on with Jack versus Nerd. <laughs> okay. Can't be sure if I Con- saw it. Connor, man. listen, we're going to call you back for Limericks and uh, think about the WWE thing, okay? I'm ready to hear it, but I kind of do more work for more pay. Okay. I'm done with that. All right. That's a losing man's game. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Connor. Adam McGregor, uh, everybody. Exclusive. exclusive. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Only on Hay Scoops. <laughs> Paul, not all the following are pure athletes, but they fit under the title of Meathead. I will name a Meathead, and you will name the nerdy <laughs> thing that they fill their spare time with. All right, you ready? Ready. Vin Diesel. D&D. It is. Wow. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Magic the Gathering. Uh, no, I'm going to say uh, Collectible Cars. Chemical engineering. Oh, yeah. He's a super genius. Yeah, he's a Rhodes Scholar. I forgot. He's a fucking genius. Mike Tyson. Pigeons. Also Rhodes Scholar. Pigeons. <laughs> also a Rhodes Scholar. Pigeons. It is pigeons. All right. We're tied. Fuck. Herschel Walker. Matt, you should know this one. I do know this one. Yep. This is, this is one that he's famous for. Oh, boy. I, I don't know. He needed to improve his uh, his grace and flexibility. Or oh, he wanted yeah. To he's a dancer. He's ballet, a ballet yeah. dancer. Uh, also a cook. Oh, also a fine cook. Good Chris friend. Cluey. Cluey is a fisherman. No. no. Uh, World online of, gamer. World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Big yep. online gamer. It's tied. Jock vs. Nerd tied this week, so that means Jacob wins. Oh, god damn it. Cat's game. Uh, let's see. I know this is not the best round of questions, but perhaps you need to fill some time on a bank episode. Sincerely fucking you in the face while a priest watches. Father McScoop. Oh, that Thanks, can't Father keep real fast. Nice <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, a priest watches and takes my confession. Father McScoop. Fuck, that's kink. Woo. Yeah. I'll, I'll pray for you. I Haroof. like it. Nice. Haroof. Thoughts and prayers. All right. I want to thank Pendulet for creating this podcast. Yep. And I want to thank everybody who's been back on Patreon. A lot of new patrons. Thank good. We, you know, let's get to 400. Let's look how much we got right now. Okay. I just want to just give... We're who, close. Uh, some, everybody out there who's got a dollar or, or two bucks to give us. Just think about it. Think about well, tossing it our way. We're at that. We're at the level. We're above the level, so if we keep it up, we're going to hit more yeah. bonus episodes again next month. I hope so, and that's the thing. Here's what yeah. I'm worried about. Right now, we're above the. We're, we're heading for bonus episodes, but not everyone who bought uh, Scoopshirts has adjusted, finishing adjusted their, their ah, thing. So now, they can, may want the calendar and activity book that is now the new. very well dip below. Because that activity book is going to be insane. It's going to be awesome. Is working on. Yeah, and Ryer is, uh, his, I, he hasn't done as many as he used to, but the, the, uh, his, his Photoshop things are hilarious to me. My favorite one is he did with me, Piles of Money. Anyways, we have 380 patrons. So we're 20 away from having 400 patrons. Let's see. Yes. Just one of you. Yes. Yep. You're the one I'm talking to. Do it. Go to go to go to patreon.com slash All right. 
Um, I want to thank all the people in our audio mafia, our visual mafia, all the people on our social media team. You can find us at Hey Scoops on everything that you can think of on the internet that's a social media platform, including LinkedIn, which Paul just took over and started managing. Um, uh, I want to thank... Uh, we have some thank yous over here, Paul. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to do WWE announcers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So uh, we last week we did thank yous in the style of... Which one are you doing, blue or orange? What you got? You got blue? Blue. Blue. Okay, I'll do blue. All right. So uh, last week we got a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, people... A lot of, a lot of people liked us doing uh, the Olympic... The British Olympic announcers. So uh, we're going to do announcement of a wrestling event. Uh, and we're going to thank uh, our scoops this way. Our, this is our allegedly thank you category on mm -hmm. Patreon. All right, Paul. This is a nice <laughs> mean gene, Paul Mattingly. Okay, here we're here at the Oakland Coliseum for Summer Squash. And uh, I'm looking forward to a couple of matches. Who are you looking forward to, Paul? I am really excited for this super cage match featuring from Parts Frozen, Ice Blue Scoop. Whoa! And who are they wrestling against? They will be wrestling the Dinkalator, Jacob Dinkalaker. <laughs> All right. I got to tell you, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the matchup between Alex the Gas Man Phillips. And, of course, he's taking on Angela the Man-Chan. Angela the Man-Chan is going to be wrestling Alex the Gas Man Phillips right there. And we have a tag team event between Professor Higgins... A.K.A. Jamie Robinson. Yep. The graduate, they call him. Versus, well, teaming up with Jeff Harris. Yeah. The bookworm. Oh. He's going to be taking on two. They're going to be taking on Jen Brown. Downtown Jen Brown. Oh, Chucky Ducky. And Jessica Leslie, A.K.A. Raspberry Sorbet. You know them as the Banana Splitsvilles. All right. Well, I'm looking for because that's the undercard, of course, of the main event tag team champions between, of course, the tag team Chris Mess. That's right, with Chris Roberts and Chris Sheffield, where if they pin you, they also shove a evergreen uh, tree up your ass when they're finished there. Oof. Of course, they're taking on the big Kurt Hurt, which is, of course, the team of Kurt Wiggins and Curtis Hanlon. But when they get you in a part, they, they basically make you into a rotisserie. They just double team you with their dicks. One in the mouth, one in the ass. That's the big Kurt Hurt right there. We've got uh, everyone's favorite luchador, Joe Messano, also known as the Screaming Baby. Oh, that's a good one, of course. And he'll be, uh, he'll be, of course, rooted on by his manager, Daniel Grabois, the negotiator. Jonathan is coming to the ring. Jonathan, also known as Dr. Fart. He likes to fart on his opponents. And he wears a medical outfit to make it seem like it's a legitimate treatment. Oh, but chasing him down the aisle is, uh, and he needs no help from me on this name, Dave Slusher of the Evil Genius Chronicles. Whoa. Jordan Smith, a.k.a. the Red Baron, is flying in. Rat-a-tat-tat. All right. And, of course, the big bulldozing move here by Derek Dozier. He's going to be dropping the Dozier dozer on his opponents there. Joseph Mastrangelo, Froyo Joe. He is known as America's best yogurt killer. Of course. And he's playing, of course, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a this is not a, a belt match, but a prize for love. Who's going to take home the arm candy? That is Elizabeth A. White mm. in this match as he takes on Howard Jackson. Hoja. <laughs> and his super Hoja hold. Thank Kevin, you so much. Kevin Breen. The Swamp Monster, Kevin Breen. <laughs> he's known as the Swamp Monster. All right. He'll Look out. He's our, he's our final match. This summer. He's just going to fight himself. <laughs> it's a 
little masturbatory. Right. Wait till you see it. It becomes I a lot wait. masturbatory. Oh, Kevin, yeah, he's, he's in shape. He's in shape. I'd like to thank David the swamp Smith, monster. David Villalon, Four Color Scoop, Dwayne Webb, uh, Edward Andrick, Alyssa uh, Walkaz, Walskak, something like that, Elizabeth Gorman, uh, Finn Stephenson, Fred Bashera Jr., Jeff Hunt, Scoopatron, uh, My Balls Are Itchy, Greg Recton, Griffin Menke, uh, ghetto superstar and hardcore Cirque fans. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, and hey, you want to help us out? We want you. We want to be keeping track of the album scheme. We love you turning on more listeners. Something you can do for us is absolutely free. Go to uh, heyscoops.com slash newscoops and enter our machine that way. And then you can uh, uh, turn on uh, new listeners using heyscoops.com slash scoopster, which is the last week it will be called that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, what else? Is that it? That's it. All right. Take it away, Dibnaz Jack. We'll see you soon. Coming up next, Paul Mattingly's personality broken down by a website. It's already broken down. I know what's going to break it down even more. Them drums! Oh, them drums, though. Uh, Brian Gregston would like a limerick about kendo sticks dedicated to the lethal weapon Steve Blackman. Kendo sticks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the fucking, uh, they're like yellow bamboo looking sticks. They shatter real easy. Okay. They're kind of like what they use in uh, sword practice. Oh, oh, got it, got it. Right? Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Martial art. This is a limerick about martial arts. About kendo, kendo sticks. sticks. Okay. Steve Blackman, dude. Yeah. He would, he loved him a kendo stick. Okay. He and the Sandman. The, they love them kendo sticks. I like to do battle for show. There's only one place I'm sure to go. Because if I uh, don't want to quit after I land one hit, it's got to be Kendodo. <laughs> Kendodo. That Kendodo. That Kendodo. I like that. Yeah. Kendodo. Kendodo. <laughs> Kendodo. 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 We got one from Ice Blue Scoop. Rippity, rippity, rap, rap, test. May I humbly request the limerick about having a crush on a scoop I've, I've never met, but talked to via the interwebs often, dedicated to you know who you are. Whoa! Whoa! Scoop connections! What? This is so hot! <laughs> Or tragic. It could be tragic. <laughs> it could be tragic. <laughs> Either way, we want a video of the first time you have sex. Hey-o. Yeah. I, fe- I feel like we deserve that. <laughs> I am not certain of your age. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel it's love, even at this stage. Please give me your heart. Don't be a fart. I'm stalking your Facebook page. <laughs> we do have a lot of attractive listeners. We do. Yep. Uh, yes. and if you think Paul and I don't take note of it, we we do. We do. And man, they all suck really good dick. We wait a minute. What? Watch it. Come what on now, Jacob. Jacob. So, well, I can't wait for everybody to be. Scoop Fest is going to be a, a bountiful uh, picture fest. This is. We're going to take selfies with the most gorgeous people. That's true. <laughs> and we're not. Uh, we want selfies with everybody. Yeah. 
we want as much attention as as you do it's gonna be crazy yeah uh it's if i take a selfie with you it's only because i want to have sex with you well there it is guys that explains why he's jacob always never takes a selfie with me like i, I no. try to get nope. it every time and a lot of selfies with keeler though what wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> brian lehman would like a haiku when did it become okay to make these jokes about my son let's <laughs> <laughs> do podcasts no that's just inappropriate <laughs> well He's asking for just it. The t- <laughs> Should see how he's dressed. Stay just down, a- Keeler. If anybody wonders if everything's fair game on this podcast, Stay just down. so we know, <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> I would like a haiku about how annoying it is to organize apps into folders on my iPhone when the folders keep moving whenever I try to add an app to them. Oh, I fucking hate that too. Yeah, dedicated to the that. folder in the lower right corner that I can never get an app into without it going to the next page. <laughs> I hate that so much. Oh. So touch sensitive. I cannot use my finger. Swipe with my wiener? <laughs> That's all you have to do. And now it's time for Triple Threat. Yeah! A triple threat music. <laughs> Christy Salinas would like a triple threat dedicated to Carolyn. And this is about magic dragons. By the way, we know you're playing on with triple threat at home, but we also do, uh, one of our listeners rallies triple threat every Wednesday before the Bucket Show yes. on the Bucket Show Twitter feed. So don't do, it, don't do it on the Hey Scoops Twitter feed because we also have an episode come out that day. Uh, but if you want to play along with triple threat, go to at Bucket Show and play along with us every Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, this one is what again? Magic dragons. Magic dragons. Magic dragons. All right. Uh, uh, 185 magic dragons walked to a bar bar and says, we don't serve magic dragons here, and poof, they were gone. <laughs> they call me the magic dragon because I live in a cave and you never see me. <laughs> I like my women like I like my magic dragons. Uh, not around when my friends ask about them, and I just plead about all the facts I know about them to let them know that this person's actually real. It's true. Mm. Kurt Wiggins would like a triple threat. Crucifix. 185 crucifixes walked in a bar. Bartra says, we don't serve crucifix here. And they go, that's fine. Do you mind if we just hang around? Hey. I like my women like I like my crucifixes. They make me uncomfortable when I see them hanging in a room. <laughs> I like uh, my women like I like my crucifixes. They're if they're upside down, I know the devil's here. <laughs> they call me the crucifix, cause possessed thirteen year old girls use me as a dildo. Uh, they <laughs> they call me the crucifix, cause I'm well hung. Oh, oh. hey hey, hickory dickory duck, <laughs> hickory dickory duck. If Jesus was a clock, <laughs> it'd be nine fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> You should write to him. He might use that one. <laughs> he might. He's welcome to it. Dice, dice. that's yours. Bon appetit, Dice. Bon appetit. All right. Uh, let's see. Dusty Henderson would like a triple threat about tuna sandwich. All right. It is, it's weird doing triple threat with no audience, right? Sure. Because part of it, it's like when you do the bucket show, part of it is the game of writing the audience's reactions. Yes. So this is 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 it's it's, it's, in, it's well it's you know me deal. if I get if I get a bad reaction I'll be I'll be like well that's the kind of joke I'm going to tell the whole time exactly yeah yeah so we don't have that we don't have that <laughs> so I don't have that here. barometer so uh, I don't what, know. What, sorry what's the suggestion one more time Jacob tuna sandwich tuna sandwich 
185 tuna sandwiches walking to the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve tuna sandwiches here. They all run away because there's a chicken in the sea. <laughs> 185 tuna sandwiches walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve 185 tuna sandwiches here. I said, why not? It's because basically between all of you, there's basically like one dolphin sandwich in here. And I just, it's against my moral code. I respect mammals, underwater mammals more than you. Um, <laughs> I like my women like I like my tuna sandwiches. I can smell them coming. <laughs> so much worse pieces of tuna sandwich. I know uh, that's why I had to do it. Well, they call me the tuna sandwich because uh, once you begin to pull me apart, I just totally fall <laughs> to pieces. <laughs> Erica Collins would like a triple threat. This is dedicated to my husband Andrew, who supports my obsession with the ice cream social. So I guess it's only fair that I help him support his obsession as well. This is about Vikings. Vikings. 185 Vikings walking to a bar. Bartender's like, what'll it be? Whatever you want, guys. Just leave, just leave me alone. Ah, Vikings! Uh, they call me the Viking because Christopher Columbus gets credit for all the shit I discover. Uh, 185 Vikings walking to a bar. Bartender says, God, I hope you guys are here to pillage. I like my women like I like my Vikings. Entirely reliant on Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Sports joke. Sports joke. Howard Jackson would like a triple threat about ladders. Uh, did we do all of them on Viking? We did. I think okay. we did. All right. 185 ladders walking to the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve ladders. The ladders look at each other and say, oh, uh, by the way, this is in, in England. The ladders, are <laughs> the, the ladders are all like, see that? I told you we should have rung up the place first. Yeah. Uh, 185 ladders walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve ladders here. And at first they try to put up a fight, but then they just fold. <laughs> I like my women like I like my ladders. The top of their head is not a step. <laughs> I like my women like I like my ladders. There's a lot of steps, but they're clearly marked for me to follow. <laughs> they call me the ladder because I'm extendable. Uh, they call me the ladder because the best place to keep me is in the garage or on the side of the house. They call me the ladder because I killed your dad on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the ladder because firemen are all over me. Oh! If they call you the ladder, Jacob, then you're Jacob's Jacob. <laughs> Climbing, Jacob, Jacob. Here, I thought the triple threat jokes were going to be the bad jokes. No! Jake Schneider would like a triple threat about cheese wheels. Cheese wheels. 185 cheese wheels walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve cheese wheels here. And the cheese wheels are like, well, cheese wheels, we're out of here. <laughs> 185 cheese wheels walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve cheese wheels. And they say, really? That's not your decision to make. I like my women like I like my cheese wheels. Moldy on the outside and stinky inside. <laughs> They call me the cheese wheel because I'm issued to you by the government when you're poor. Oh. <laughs> knock, oh, knock. It's me. Ooh, you, get, you get me for a month. Get a job. Get a job. I'm in individual slices. That was an Adam knock. Carolla joke. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, we get all, all I got. That's it. We got all him. Right. All right. Triple it's time threat. for some songs. Wow, this episode's long. Doodly doodly yep. doodly doodly Song time. Okay. Jameson Fisher would like a song sung by Paul Stanley mm. about Klepto Robin Leach. I would really like for Robin Leach to come to Scoop Fest. 
it's possible. It is. It's It'd more than hilarious. possible. Hey! I heard you steal everything that's not nailed down. You better never come to my house. I got too many nice things that I don't want you to take. You want to take all my stuff? I don't want you to take it. You put things in your pants and run away. You want to steal my trophies. You want to take my Grammys. You put it all in your pants and run away. I'm not letting you get away with anything, Robin Lynch. Nasty thief. I'm not letting you get away with anything, Robin Lynch. Put the You thought he took your pillows, but he didn't take your pillows? Is that what happened, Paul Stanley? Yes. He took other incidentals. But not the pillows. Not the pillows. That's good. You at least sleep somewhere tonight. His puffy shirt was misleading. But the bed was fine. As far as I can tell. That's good. I need to double check. You go double check. And while you're double checking, Paul, Mm -hmm. Brian Gregson would like a song by Informative Lemmy. Okay. It's about staying hydrated in the hot summer months. <laughs> okay. It's dedicated to those who live in climates that are even hotter than Las Vegas. Oh, there's only a few of those. Not many. There's a couple. Like Kuwait. Right? <laughs> and Phoenix. And Phoenix. That's about it. Kuwait and Phoenix. All right. This goes out to the people of Kuwait and Phoenix. Don't ignore that feel That's your body's way of telling you You need some H2O Go get yourself a bottle And drink it right down Stay hydrated Don't let anybody tell you You don't need eight bottles a day You do eight bottles a day Bullshit! Get your dungeon up there, so drink like you care. Eight bottles a day. Don't don't not drink when you're thirsty. Eight bottles a day. Eight bottles a day.
Thank you, informative Lemmy. It's very important. <laughs> uh, Graham Whitaker. Ooh, Graham Whitaker would like to uh, dedicate this song to Jacob the Audio Guy because he's an awesome guy for helping me out, and I get to pick the song for Graham this week. Oh, so I uh, I would like to hear a song about how you will never ever sing a song about Johnny Australia again. <laughs> well, this is going to be a song about Johnny Australia. Mysterious man from the outback will never be heard from again. R.I.P. Johnny Australia, our dear Aussie friend. Gone too soon, never forgotten. We'll see you on the other side. Yes, a boomerang and a kangaroo accident. Johnny Australia died. Johnny Australia. He died. Johnny Australia. He died. The entire continent of Australia is sad and all of the mourners flock to pay their last respects to Johnny Australia let airs rock they leave him flowers and chocolates as they say their last farewell they know they'll see Johnny again Cause Johnny Australia's what? in hell yeah! Johnny Australia's in hell <laughs> Yes <laughs> Joe James would like a song, a rap, a rap song uh, about uh, fucking lame-ass companies that tell their employees go and then don't pay them for their severance or f their final paycheck. Ugh. Ew. Been there. This is dedicated to uh, 1.21 Gigascoops. Because you closed your store Doesn't mean you don't owe me money no more Get that last check in the mail Make sure I get it or you're going to hell I better get paid You know I better get paid Or your face is getting laid With my wang upside the head bang You're gonna feel it when I go out spang Oh, why didn't you pay me bro? You know that's money you owe Cause I ain't going to front none Don't make me go and get my gun that's money you owe me. That's money you owe. That's money you owe me. That's money you owe. That's money you owe me. You owe me that dough. Get it now, go. That's money you owe me. That's money you owe. 
do my shit undercover, but not for nothing. Fool, I get paid, they don't drool. Give me that check, I'll break your neck. My last pay better come out, yay. Why don't you give me money, or I have to go and act real funny. Big on your door and say what's up, and then go and call the freaking cop. He didn't pay me for my last two weeks. What's the deal? Gotta hit him in his ass cheeks. Boot up the butt, then you're gonna say, Oh, I should've just paid. It would've been easier. That's money you owe me. That's money you owe. That's money you owe me. That's money you owe. That's money you owe me. You owe me that dough. Get it now, go. That's money you owe me. That's, That's money, money you owe. owe. Yeah. Yeah, fool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Howard Jackson. Yes. Howard Jackson would like a song uh, about Trunker's escape. And he would like us to spin the wheel of characters. Oh, boy. On 25,000website.com slash spin. And so the character is the sweat house guy. Sweat house guy. All right. Well, that makes the, uh, the music choice easy, doesn't it? Sure it sure does. Hey, guess what? What? Jacob left his trunk open. What? Yeah. And it's going to stay open. Huh? Because Trunkers took that opportunity to get the hell out of that trunk. Now, he went flippy-flopping all the way down the road in Vegas, and it was hot. He got scorched. He looked like a bunch of ahi tuna by the time he got to a safe place, and then the people didn't even know what to do with him. Threw a little salt water on him, hoped it was good. He died. What he gets for trying to have a name <laughs> deserves it. And a short, sad song. <laughs> and finally, Christy Salinas would like a song uh, about what it what it would be like if Paul Giamatti played a main character in every movie. This is going out to Will, Chad, and Tommy because every movie idea they pitch has Mr. Giamatti. <laughs> Pacific Rim Paul Giamatti could be all the main characters in Lincoln Paul Giamatti could have been every guy in Rocky 3 and 4 They're gonna remake Star Wars the first one but they're gonna call it Paul Giamatti Cause it's all Paul Giamatti Giamatti Paul Giamatti Paul Giamatti
He's a chameleon. <laughs> Thank you, Scoops. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. If you don't like Paul Giamatti, stick around tomorrow. There'll probably be at least only half of the Paul Giamatti talk tomorrow. Less, less Giamatti. Less. Not none, but Not less. Not none, but less. Yeah. See ya.